Friday to the Super Nerds Super Show. <laughs> Back to sleep again. Already. Again, you're doing this to me twice. You couldn't. You, you said this time you were super excited, Christopher. You know, my word is my word. <laughs> if I say I'm going to be word awake, is my bond. <laughs> if I'm going to be awake through a whole podcast, I'm going to be awake through a whole podcast. If I tell you I'm not going to fall asleep in the first thirty seconds before the hootas and the hotas are <laughs> yeah. even done. Hootas, Yeah, it's been a tiring week for somebody apparently. And you're yeah. the person who didn't find out they have sleep apnea. Yeah. I don't know if I, uh, did I mention I got a job at UPS at all in the podcast? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, I did for the last month. And, uh, it was, it was awesome. It was not awesome. It did pay well. And at first it was like, this isn't too bad. It was 3.30 a.m. to like 8 a.m. So four and a half hours. And then I'd go to all state for eight hours. Come home, walk the dog, take a shower, go to bed fairly early by like 7.30 so I could still try and get eight hours. Slowly but surely, every week that start time got pushed up to, uh, and then it's like, well, it's 2 a.m., and this week it was 1 a.m., and next week it was going to be starting at midnight. So it's like, I got to come home from Allstate, I got to do eight hours busting my cock, throwing boxes <laughs> around, do eight hours at Allstate, trying not to fall asleep in a well-cushioned chair, and then come home and walk the dog and pretty much just nosedive right into bed just to squeeze out a piddly four hours of sleep yeah, before I get home at like five to six o'clock. Yeah. So, if you're doing midnight, yeah, that's that's a pretty tight. And you still have to get in anything. You and I gotta get off. And I gotta get up like an hour before. Yeah. Just to like even emotionally just get myself together. <laughs> emotionally, I can't handle this. I got this. And uh, yeah, today was <laughs> I went in and worked. All um, <clears throat> I mean, every job at all states basically just a conveyor belt with boxes coming around. UPS. Yeah, or sorry, UPS. And moving it into another spot, either a bin or a receptacle of some kind where it just goes on to the next jerk-off that has to do that. Um, the last, the one I'd been doing for kind of the last two weeks was, it's this big conveyor belt with these like giant like seven-foot bins that are divided into three compartments, top, middle, bottom. And each bin's uh, a color, so it's like yellow, green, blue, red, white. And I load three trucks, basically everything that's in top yellow, I load into one of three trucks for okay. six, seven hours of various weights. Most of them, I'm not going to lie, most things are, you know, like three or four pounds. Okay. It, you know, every tenth box is like 40 or 50. Um, the shit thing about the three trucks I got is, oh yeah, the guy down there also has to toss metal. Metal's their term for anything that's either too awkwardly shaped to fit down the chute or too heavy to fit down the chute. Um, so it's a lot of stuff that, you know, weighs like 110 so pounds. Like surprisingly, all the gyms in Harrisburg need to order new, <laughs> new weights. I don't know why they have the dumbbells assembled already with the weights on top. Of this the wasn't even the metal push. part, which I'll get to, which was so heinous. This was some dickhead ordered like 10 different barbells... Most of them 60 pounds, a couple of them 80 pounds, but barbells, not like big weights. This box that was just too big, to, it was too small to carry with two hands. So you just had to like beast an 80 pound barbell on top, like the top shelf of this truck. And then four or five of them went along. I finally like looked the 
looked at the name on the box, they were all going the same guy. I was like, oh, I hope I fucking run into you someday. Not if you're actually using these words. No, yeah, all, like, this has to be some crazy, like, I'm going to get a jump start on my New Year's resolution of stuff being such a it's fat... It's probably like, some yeah. fat bum that, like, if I find you and you're not like The Rock. <laughs> all right, Mikey. So I'm just going to throw out a list of uh, pen names that I go by and constantly order gym equipment for just to see if it maybe was me and, you know... Oh, my God. I would just... I would start ripping you're like, holes through. are you Clyde Awesome Man? <laughs> that may be me. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you fat sack of nothing. What an 80 pound barbell? What's the point of that? I couldn't even lift it. I found out the hard way. It was pretty heavy. I oh, I had. I, I can't imagine having to lug that around. Get a couple reps out of that, that'd be brutal. Then I, like hours, hours I spent tossing metal is like I said, everything that's either too big or too heavy for the conveyor to fit down the chute. Which sometimes it's just like a 20 pound box that's just so long it doesn't go down. Uh, a lot of boxes that flat out say team lift or flat out say, and team lift, like you can ask like one of your coworkers to help you. But if I asked someone to help me, everyone's busy. If I asked someone to help me every time a box said team lift, they would have like laughed me out of the building like a giant pansy. Some of the boxes flat out say machine lift <laughs> and have a picture of some idiot trying to lift it by themselves with a big X through it. Like, don't do this, Nimrod. And you just have to... And it sucks. It blows ass. And the like, you see the younger guys do it and they all do it in these just like quick, like, lumbar destroying jerking motions to like get it in the box. Like, <laughs> and old man Mike is like, not on my bones is like that. It says machine lift. This is nonsense. In my day, when the back said machine lift, we got them near robots. Resume said 70 pounds at the heaviest. This thing's 150 pounds. They're like, oh, size, so we mixed your resume up with the ones for our secretaries. Is a chihuahua giving birth at the end of the line, or is that just Larios trying to lift the box? (laughs) That blows. But that's what I've been doing the last two weeks. That I was willing to... To suck it up for another month. Then they forced me to wear this big dress because I couldn't do all the teamless by myself. I was okay with that too for a while because the dress was pretty slimming. They had me... Yesterday they transferred me to a section called Run Out. Which once again, everything's just boxes on conveyors coming out. This one is an inordinate amount of boxes. With me lined up, having to grab the biggest ones, move them off. Boxes coming at a pretty furious pace because they're all on a, a, a decline. And it's pretty much right at cock level. Like, I'd love to have a story where I got nailed in the dick really hard and it was awful. <laughs> Thankfully, it didn't happen. I took a couple grazes that were not very pleasant. <laughs> and then when I started... <laughs> just you being like, so there's the Pokemon Go still going on, Team, Man, Team Misty Captain, just go! Where's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jeff, why didn't you warn me? No time, podcast, cupcake. Where's the nearest Pokestop? <laughs> I got there and the manager of that section was like, congratulations, after today you can tell everyone that you were in the worst part of, <laughs> of this entire building. The worst, like, job you can have at UPS. And, uh, and on top of that... I saw you made that, you got that t-shirt made, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, I was pretty proud of it. Yeah. And then on top spelled of... spelled UPS wrong, which is weird, because it, it spells itself out. But... No, it's not spelled C-O-C-K. <laughs> the big arrow pointing to my anus. <laughs> and, uh, like, one of the, the first few days there, just, 
like on what little downtime you had, I was just making small talk with a couple of the other guys that had been there longer than me. And I said, what's the worst like thing you've had to do here? They're like, oh, definitely helping Dave load his truck. Because Dave's just got a heinous BO. And uh, I had to help him at one point, like early on. And I was like, you know what? It's not that bad. I mean, it, like I wouldn't want to have my face shoved into his armpit, but it's not like heinous. Turns out I did not have the right Dave. I found the right Dave when I came to the runway, and on top of, like, boxes flying at my cock at 60 miles an hour, and my worst nightmare of, like, getting hit in the dick with a TV that's much bigger than mine, like, <laughs> the level of shame. <laughs> like a 70-inch TV goes by, it just nails It says, like, Sean Hossen. It says, like, Sean Hossen plug on it, like... <laughs> One of your old friends just got a much nicer TV than you did, and just nailed you the dick. That would make it there. They'd be like, you could just take the TV back. That was the greatest joy you've ever Oh, I'd have to tell them. I mean, like, for a day, I'd be like, I'm keeping this to myself. (laughs) Icing down my shaft. (laughs) What's left of it. In between that, uh, this guy that the manager tells me is nicknamed Tidy Cat. I didn't find out the story. Um, He's working, like, 15 feet away from me. Every now and then on a conveyor belt once again. So every now and then he has to come closer to grab something else. And every time he gets five feet away, this pungent odor. It was like my nose died and was like slowly rotting from the inside out. It was so bad. It was so bad. Like crying almost how bad this guy smelled. Good lord. Yeah. And that was for five hours. How does that not get... How does like nobody like supervisor just say, hey, tidy cats. Yeah. Like, there's a couple deodorant cans that have fallen off of shipments that are just free for us. Just use them. There's soap in the bathroom, for God's sakes. Like, how do you... I guess if you just think that bad for, like, long enough, you don't notice it. But, like, someone, like, in a fucking facility full of other guys, you'd assume it'd be at least one dickhead through the lifespan of UPS. You'd be like, hey, Tide of Cats, you smell like shit. Yeah. Take a shower. Oh, I mentioned to the manager, I was like, ooh, that guy fucking reeks. And he's like, yep. He does. It's like, so this seems to be as far as you're willing to go? <laughs> it seems to be something we've just made peace with. You've moved me closer, I guess, so you have another stopgap between them? I get that maybe he hasn't killed anybody or some co- he hasn't viewed porn on company internet, but this is still a pretty egregious thing to just be a, like letting go. And of course he's wearing a Simpson shirt. Like, <laughs> I saw him from a oh. distance, I was like, oh, that's cool. You were, like, going ready to hang out with him. He has, like, a Ned Stark t-shirt. You're like, yo, king of the north! Whoa. And, like, the north remembers. Oh, God. You're like, oof. Mm, mm. You smell like old Nan now. <laughs> She's He's like, I don't get that reference. Uh, this is the t-shirt they had at the Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> they have Game of Thrones t-shirts at the Goodwill? <laughs> Big Mikey-shaped cloud of dust. <laughs> um. So I went home. No, well, I didn't go home. I had to go to eight hours of Allstate. And then got home, smuggled in with skimpy four hours of sleep I was able to do. Got up today, and I was like, you know what? As long as they had me doing anything but that. I'll go back to tossing around metal. By the way, the most fun part are uh, big metal hooks, which I can only assume are the hooks tow trucks use that haul trailers, like tractor trailers, because they're 110 pounds. Awfully shaped. There's no, like, safe way to carry them. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll take that job and suffer through another month. Got there, they're like, yeah, we're going to need you to go back to the runway. 
And I just went to the, the human resource office and was like, yeah, I'm done. It's, they're like, so you're quitting for today? I was like, no, I'm done, done. Oh, and also yesterday I got, because you're not allowed to bring, you're not allowed to bring cell phones into the building, but you go in there and every other person has like an iPod. You're not allowed to bring any electronic device. And, uh, or even a watch. Yeah. But the watch is weird. Yeah. And there's no clocks around the building. So it's like they that's, really don't want you to know what time it the, is. That's the, like, fucked up thing. Yeah, any, it's any, very shady. Any place that doesn't have clocks around always is, like, a place that seems super shitty. Yeah, you got to find a computer, and only one out of every, like, 30 people in there needs to use a computer for what they do. Yeah. Um. But, I, so I was asking, like, one of the guys that have been there a while, like, how do you guys get your cell phones and stuff in here? And they're like, oh, just put it in your boot, dude. They don't fucking check. And uh, so I did. I did that the last couple of days, and the move is you t- I take it out of my pocket right before I go through the security thing. So as I'm leaving, I like take it out of my pocket, put it in my boot. The most of the security guards, two of them just wear yoga pants as they're <laughs> the bottom part of their uniform. I get like the one super cop that's like, "Aha! I saw you outside putting your phone in your boot. Thought you'd pull one over on me." <laughs> That's when he pulled out his towel and started <laughs> just kicking the shit out of me. So, ow! You should have read your employment contract. I can do this for eight minutes. Couch. <laughs> you and you can't do a thing. It's the deputy spank bot. Get in here. Burr, 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 burr. Just a robot with giant hands. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And that was the end of the day. On uh, so wait, they took your phone or? No, he took my ID. To write down. First, he's like, where's your UPS ID? I was like, I've been here a month. I've never even heard of that. He's like, well, you should have had one by now. Takes my phone, dials my phone number from the office phone so he can write that down and log it for some reason. He could have just asked, I guess, because he's like, you must be lying. Well, he's not going to take my word at this because I'm some master Think, criminal. Could he just, like, call that? I'm some sure. master criminal that just wanted to know what time it was over I, an eight-hour shift. I'd have definitely been like, no, you can't fucking call from my phone. Like, I, I No, he like, called my phone from the work his work phone. Oh, so he just... So he could me. log my phone number down in case I tried to do it multiple times with different phones. I didn't get that either. Okay. I, I thought he called... Their phone there from your phone. No, opposite. Okay, okay. Called my phone. I was going to say, that'd be fucked up if he did that. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. I'm not opening up, unlocking my phone for you. No. He just called and uh, logged it. And then I talked to one of the guys that worked there the next day. I was like, hey, call me with the phone, rose down. He's like, everybody does that. No one gives a flying shit what the security guards say here. (laughs) But um, that was kind of the cherry on top. Oh, um, and also, like, I didn't realize... So what would you say when you went to Human Resources about it? I just said, this job's fucking up my back, and I'm done. And she's like, okay, you mean done for today? I was like, no, done, 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 done. And the guy that was the manager of the runway, he like saw he just happened to run into me on my way to the punch-out clock, which sucks because he was actually a pretty nice guy. He's like, hey, man, ready to get back at it today? I was like, this is going to sound weird, but I'm fucking out of here, man. <laughs> and he just gave me this face like, oh, what? <laughs> he was like, but I just finished the latest episode of Westworld. We were going to talk about it. We worked on, well, next to Stinky Dave. But... Yeah, if I thought about it, I would have said, like, tell Tidy Cat to take a shower. And maybe you'll be able to keep people over there. <laughs> and um, the other thing I started noticing, I think it's just being awake so long. Like, I would take a couple protein bars and eat those over the course of eight hours. But I guess I'm just burning so many calories throughout the day and not taking enough in. 
that like my shits just got really oily and thin. Ooh. Yeah, it was like my bar. Like, uh, I started like I was burning so many calories, my body was ripping whatever nutrients it could out of my poop. I was I about to be mortified because I saw you looking at your phone. I was like, he's not about to pull up. It looks like this, all stringy. Look at this. See? Like, oh. No, it just looked like gazebo room salad dressing. <laughs> it was so gross. So, I was wondering. I, well, I woke up today, was getting ready to go out to work, and I saw your car there. I was like, that's curious. Did Mikey way oversleep that? <laughs> yeah, I was like, should I wake? Nah. Yeah, it's I just didn't have it in me. <laughs> I just couldn't so, do yes, it. you came home and just, like, immediately, nah, poof. Yeah. Essentially. Was it? I think I smoked some weed and celebrated my day. <laughs> Good <laughs> for me. I was like, don't you have to get up in four hours to go to real work anyway? Oh, that was heaven. That was fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, as you're halfway through packing your bowl, I'm like, Mikey, don't you have to go to work in two hours? I'm like, it's fine. Yeah, I'm going to get to work. I'm going to sit down, heat up a delicious breakfast sandwich, and read the news, and just slowly just fall into my day. Instead of like, Larios, watch out, that pox come right for your cock. <laughs> what? Bingo! Bing, bing, bing. Bing, 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 bing. Well, Larios, watch that cactus that's being delivered. It's about to hit it nearly with the cock. Bingo! Why is someone shipping this? One time the power... A full-size cactus? Why? One time the power went out three times during the day. What, like, crazy place is this that they don't have power? They had generators. The generators went out. So like, they have- they generate their own the power? The one time they just or they, or ran they, out of gas. <laughs> the generators stopped working for half an hour. Yeah, so they they just generate all the electricity through generators? Or, like, the power went out and the backup generators? I generator don't know. Working. I assume they're on a grid and they just use the generator as an emergency, but... That's insane, then. Like, how does, how does that... Like, what... I didn't hear about other... Like, where is this place that, like, power's going out, like, four Still? times in a day? That's still, that's not It's that not far, far enough away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's not far enough away that I wouldn't have heard uh, of that. Maybe, it, I guess during, like, the busy season, they maybe have to go off a generator because they'd be using too much power. I don't know. But it went off, at one point, 20 minutes before we were supposed to be done. And it didn't come back on. And, like, a lot of us were like, well, I'm just going to punch out 10 minutes early. At this point, like, you're not coming back on. How long do I have to sit here? The, the biggest, blackest manager they had walked around the building just shouting, like, if you punch out and go home, don't come back. Because you're like, pretty weekend, woohoo! Let's see you stop me, N-word. <laughs> like, in the dark. It's me, Stinky Dave. <laughs> you porch monkey, it's me, Tiny Cat. <laughs> Big fat moon cricket. <laughs> that's like, right as you're saying those words, that's when, like, the power comes back. But just a spotlight right on you. It's like, Bachunk. you dirty moon cricket. Alright. Let's see, do something fast. <laughs> Big fat gay mooly. Stinky Dave. He loved it. I mean, like, I could tell it wasn't Stinky Dave from 30 feet away. I mean, look at him. He's down in a hot pocket. Well, three of them right now. The sharp shopper expired two years ago, Hot Pockets. <laughs> I had to, like, my head just pokes in. Watch out, those will make you sick. <laughs> so I hear. Uh, and I would just get so bored. It just, I mean, it was always busy, but it, it's still box lifting. Mentally, there's not much. I remember, like, the first day, like I said, I had the yellow bin. And uh, they give you this, like, black crayon to write numbers on boxes. And someone just wrote blow me on it in big letters. And you chuckled for 20 minutes. I, like, I smirked and then I was like, come on, it's all adults. Well, like, who's writing blow me on a canister? And finally, like, one day just staring off, like, in the distance, waiting for my bin, I saw myself, like, slowly tracing a bee with the crayon. <laughs> like, oh my god, is it me? 
It's like some Westworld shit where I'm a man in black creating myself. You're like, oh my god, I didn't know who was doing this. Some self-fulfilling prophecy finally. Like, oh. So like you were stuck in a time paradox, you didn't realize it until now. You're just like, let's go Dutch. Yeah. <gasps> oh god. <laughs> oh, and when the power went out, for, like all the 20 year olds just decided to start like howling like wolves throughout the building. In this completely oh. pitch dark, cold as shit building. You couldn't see three feet in front of you. Just you're like, <laughs> like oh my god! It's Dilton. Those could be coyotes. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that close to civilization. Look, the power went out with the door wide open, and that steak <laughs> cartridge just yeah. All the Omaha steaks are just sitting right out there in the open. Although many of them are man shaped and move and react like people would. So Stinky you know. Dave's really attracting a lot of vultures. <laughs> Look, vultures. Don't oh wow, people. this is real dead. We better get on it. Vultures don't attack people, do they? Steelton vultures do. Steelton gotten this bad? Is this what... I live really close to Steelton. I feel like I should have heard of these things. Random, like, flow, rolling power outages, carnivorous vultures. How does this not get mentioned in in Billy Joel's Allentown? I mean, I know they're two separate cities, but they mirror each other in a lot of ways. We're the eastern Allentown. We're just a smaller Allentown. Yeah. You think about it. Not as many... Half-naked dudes dancing in the shower. Well, not yet. They did have showers there. I never saw anyone use them. No. And I have to imagine anyone who's 20 years old or so working in there, it's got to be like, either I didn't go to school or it's like... It's a lot of that. Or I'm desperate for yeah. money or I have a criminal record or... Yeah. Like crazy shit like that. So, so not the experience you're going to be going back for? No. You know what? I, I worked there a month and I made a thousand bucks. Pretty sweet. So that was pretty, as opposed to like the, you know, six months of mincing my way through the Sears jewelry department that it would have taken <laughs> me to make that. <laughs> so it, it it was a quick way to make money. It was pretty brutal. I would not suggest it. Um, 80 hours a week was not fun. I can imagine means. that. 80, hour, 80, 80 hours a week would be pretty and brutal. And hopefully this will offer some explanation on... Why last Sunday I was like, Christopher, let's do a podcast. All excited. Came down, started the podcast. Immediately I was like, oh my God, I'm like falling asleep right now. <laughs> it's like, no, you can make it, Mikey. Conversation, this will keep you upbeat. It you was, just got to. It was crazy because before. How long did I make it in? Uh, it was a 20 minute episode okay. about that. And it was weird because that before we did, because again, you were the one who were like, yeah, let's yeah. do one at this time. And did and I seem tired at all? No, when you were up, we you were basically, before we started the show, we were just talking about various things, and we were mostly just talking about Westworld, and that entire conversation, it was like lucid all the way through, you couldn't have been more excited. And it was like the moment you sat down, you were that fucking sleepy mouse trying to stay awake for Santa Claus, like, yeah, check out, check out the, check out this Guardians trailer, <laughs> There was none of that. (laughs) No. I'll have to listen to that one day just to realize, like, how tired I was. Like, my body's like... Because that week I got no sleep, and then Saturday I just partied my ass off for, like, a college reunion, and I guess the poultry three hours of sleep I got on an air mattress just wasn't what my body (laughs) needed. It was like... It was a moment away from me being like, come on, Mikey, dance contest! This will wake you up! If you lose this, you have to eat... An old meat My also. poop. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> See if that wakes you up. The danger. Yeah, it's fine. Cheers, <laughs> I'm shoving it. You don't take no shit down. from no one. <sighs> yeah, hopefully no one will be falling asleep during this. Though I make no promises. No, I'll be good. 
That, yeah, getting six hours of sleep today, it was like paradise. <laughs> para, para, paradise. That's what you sang when you got out of bed. It was. It was like 7.30, ooh, lottie. <laughs> what? Lucky me. Uh, so if anyone's thinking about UPS, I I assume you're at dire straits. <laughs> yeah, you're like, uh... Don't th- it's not a casual part-time job. <laughs> no, and you'd think it'd be fun, like, the idea of just like, oh, it's like a job I can get a work at. Out Everybody's working for the weekend. Yeah, I can cut down my gym time. Yeah, never seemed like the case. That, another job that's always seemed weird to me is uh, water delivery guys, like the guys who go around different office places just carrying around, like, the jugs for water. That coolers. would look like it would suck. <laughs> and, well, I've seen the guys who do it a lot of time, and it's always, like... Most of the guys I met, it was like, it always seemed like a really shitty job. Like, yeah, you know, uh, four of our drivers just quit yesterday, so I picked up two extra routes that I didn't have before. And like, I got to do it while pushing this like 400 pound cart of water around one handed. In most places, like, I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to help him. I mean, I'd sneak in and help him with stuff, but it's like legally I can't because if I fucking drop the thing and crush my own foot, then suddenly the state's liable for it if I do it on him. So it's like he has to be the sole one doing it. And you'd see some of the people doing it. And they're just like, there's some people you're like, you look, God love you. You're morbidly obese. How are you doing this? That's <laughs> astounding me. How Your poor heart. Yeah, like that's what I'm like, oh, man. And they always make you wear shorts for that job, I think. Like as long as it's not winter time. So you'd see like the under calves of people that oh. are just like bruised and fucked to hell. Yeah. just like, oof. Oh, I'm covered in welts. Covered in welts. Probably more than most people because... You could use a lot of words to describe me. Cat-like reflexes this isn't one of them. So I probably took a lot of boxes. Boxes to the, like the, to the like dome the and torso <laughs> that I didn't have to. That most people wouldn't have taken. There he goes. Watch out for those hanging chandeliers. What? Bong, 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 bong. Why don't you give me more warning? I said that ten minutes ago. <laughs> it takes a while for those noises to filter up past my nose. <laughs> they bounce around there for a while. Watch out for that. Hey, come to the cock. What? Bong, bong. Got lost in Smelly Dave's stink fumes. Like, what was that? Watch out for the They can't hear you. Yeah, I'll have a meatball sub. Coyote, coming <laughs> for your dick. What? Yeah, I love a turkey panini. It's a little early, but hey. Yeah, it's Christmas. What are you going to do? Yeah, I'll have a beer too. It's what I want. Well, you did it for the Christmas season, which is what's important. Yeah, they're busiest season. Maybe during the rest of the year it's not that god-awful. I had to assume so. Seems like that's the kind of environment that I can't imagine even working at full time. Would that would this take the the cake then for your worst job? Yeah, definitely, hands down. What was the worst one before this? It'd be tough. A lot of them are like so far back. Cracker Barrel wasn't a ton of fun, and that paid poop. That paid paid probably less than minimum wage. I'll let you know when I have to file my taxes. <laughs> um, McDonald's wasn't a ton of fun. Just because that, like, that made my face even greasier and, like, my already terrible zit problem just, like, exploded <laughs> across my face. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond blue. Because whenever you weren't ringing people up, you were expected to go around folding, like, linens and towels. <laughs> Which is another one of the Larios men's not very good traits. And the first couple times, like, Hey, you know, I mean, whatever, the supervisor, like, hey, you know, no one gets it right the first time. It's like, I bet tons of people get it right the first time, folding a towel. He's like, no. It's not kicking a field goal. I it's... mean, you know, some people just have trouble with it. It's like by the ninth time, it's just like, Larios, for the love of God, damn it. 
the fold a towel like a man. This looks like shit, and you did it 250 times? <laughs> All 250 look like dump? But statistically, oddly, one of these should be okay. Oddly enough, variable, like, different versions of shit? Like, you've been folding it wrong <laughs> several different ways? Like, you tried to think your way out of this dilemma and still fucked it up? Like, you're playing that peg game from, <laughs> like, an Applebee's and... Somehow you just keep putting yourself in situations with that two pegs. <laughs> still like a five peg game. <laughs> like, no, four's retarded. Five's genius. Somehow, right? <laughs> yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond was pretty shitty. That's the only other job. Eh, you know what? Three jobs that I've not given two weeks notice at now. Out of thirty, that's not too that's bad. Pretty, pretty good ratio. Yeah. The worst one I had was... Uh, get bitched out on the radio, on the walkie-talkie at Target. No. Hey, tons of fun. Get over here. <laughs> it's like, well, at least that's a name that I guess he means me with, and it's not just assuming I'm some other fat... No, I just call all you fat white kids at Target tons of fun. Eventually, it gets one of you guys coming to do your job. It's like, I was in the back doing it, too. Okay. Hey, whichever one of you ate cookies in the, in the garbage can, and usually, like, six of you run up at the... Six fat dudes run up at the same it's time. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> one's actually still doing it I'm, <laughs> I'm like I, I just came up to grab some white fudge Oreos <laughs> covered that one nicely <laughs> nicely done because we talked about this at the meeting <laughs> if none of us answer you can't guess you don't want to be called out on that though that <laughs> the fat nerdy white kid target meeting yeah like if I don't show up and he's just like Alright, well, I was going to spare you the dignity of letting you come up anonymously, but Chris, could you come up to explain your cookie eating over the trash can? I was like, no. Uh, no, uh, when I worked with uh, the temporary clerical pool for a little bit, there was, because you got different assignments, like, you, you know, that's the whole point of the temporary part of it, is like, you know, different positions within the state just need administrative help for a while, so they, they sign you on, essentially. You just kind of get bounced around, yeah. Yeah, it's like anywhere from like a couple months to, the longest they can hold you is like a year, and I was at a, that was like a full year at two different places, and most of the other time it was like a one, two month stint places. Uh, but apparently, like, the one year, I just got, like, a letter, some notice that apparently, and it, it was weird because I hadn't gotten it the past two years. It was the third year I'd been in the pool. But they were like, yeah, for, like, one week a year during tax season, everybody just has to come and work for Department of Revenue for a bit because they need that much help. Mm -hmm. So I go over to it. And it was an office on, like, North 17th Street, I think it was. Nowhere near a bus. Like, mm -hmm. there's no bus anywhere close to it. And at that point, all I had was the bus schedule. Like, I yeah. didn't have a car. I didn't have transportation. So I had to find some, like... Didn't even have a license, did you? No. I didn't have anything at that point. So it was like I had to find some fucked up jury wig way of getting there. I think once Terry drove me there, I think I may have had to, like, get a ride from... I had to get a ride from a couple different people, I think, at one point. And then I had to call a taxi a couple times to Oof. get down there. And it sucked. It was a job where they sat you at, like, a cubicle. There's no PC. There's no phone. Ooh. There's nothing like that. It's just you sit at a cubicle... They hand you a shit ton of tax forms, and your sole job for seven and a half hours is to unstaple things that have been stapled with a broken stapler removal. Oh, I'd go crazy. It, it's, it was maddening, and it was exactly like the warehouse, too. There was no clock. There was one clock, and it was hidden in the pipes within the ceiling. Oh. It was very mandated, like, you get a 15-minute break and an hour lunch, and we, like, it, it was almost like a, like something out of Flintstones. Like, we pull a whistle to let you know when you get to, like, you get to go, and we time it by the dot. You better be back at your seat when that hour is done and started working again. 
And I, like, I even brought up to one of the dudes there. I was like, hey, can I get another stapler remover because this one's broken? He comes back, and I swear to God, it was like a moment I thought I was stuck in Alice in Wonderland. He came back with two different broken stapler movers. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is this? And it was like, oh my, it was so annoying because it was like nine times out of ten. I'd have to just eventually pull the staple out with my fingers. Ugh. And you'd finish an enormous stack of this shit. That you're sitting there, you're like, there's no re- there's a message right on this form, right above the staple. Every time it says, do not staple this form. So we're essentially just course correcting fucking idiots, pro- like mistakes. You'd finish this enormous stack, like your fingers, like your tips would be red, like you'd just been playing the fucking guitar all day. <laughs> and then the dude would just come by and be like, great work, grab that stack, and just drop another one on your desk. And wow. you'd just sit there, and you'd be like, this is fucking mad. <laughs> this sucks. It was, and like every, like every day was the exact same thing. And it was like the exact, like on the last day, I couldn't afford a taxi home. I had to like walk all the way down to North Street or uh, State Street and then walk down from there. I got accosted by like six different people. Probably one of them was trying. I definitely think one chick was trying to rob me or something. She's like, yo, I can't. Can you come over here? I can't. Like she was trying to call my attention and doing like that. I can't hear you. Can you come over here? Because I was across the street from her. And it was just like, I can't, no, be brought me strong, Christopher, like, don't, I, don't make eye contact, just listen to your sweet podcast, this, just keep going. This day can't get worse, what if she takes your iPod? <laughs> that was my thing, I assumed it was like, tried to like... We let those die, but your iPod... I think they did let me listen to an iPod, you right. could have that on, but it was just like, you know, eventually even trying no, to... you need all your mental faculties for this. <laughs> yeah, you can't, what if you miss a staple? And it was just a, like, it was... Getting back from that, I was immediately like, all right, that's never happening again. I'm getting a full You walked time. all the way home? I had to walk to State Street and then walk down from State Street into the Capitol Complex and then catch a bus back home from Oof. there. It was like, all right, that's never happening again. I'm getting a full-time job immediately as soon as I yeah. get back and not never letting this happen again. Oh, okay. That was the straw that broke your back. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was the end of the week. Like, after yeah. that, you returned to your assignment. But it's like, hey, this is something apparently we're supposed Some to do. Some high water. Yeah. I was like, well, fuck that noise. That's not happening again. I'm not going back to doing that. It was like a maddening job for like a week. And I took one day off to vote. I just took the whole day off because I was like, I don't want to go back to that. But it was still like, oh, that yeah. sucked. But yeah, that'd be the worst one, definitely. That sounds far. pretty bad. Where it's just like... Is okay. anywhere good to grab lunch at least nearby? No. It's in the middle of fucking... You could, if you didn't pack a lunch, there was a shitty vending machine in there. Oh, that was it. There was nothing nearby. It was like... It was near-ish to Paxton, but not near enough to get anything. Mm-hmm. Like, go to Paxton Street and get anything. Oof. So... Yeah, it was it was a pretty oozy job, but the ooziest. <laughs> it was pretty. It, it was that one week. I was like, oh, no wacky emails from Christopher. <laughs> yeah, the, the, nobody got anything from me because I don't. Even, I don't even think you were allowed to have your phone out mm-hmm. or anything like that. And yeah, there was no computer or anything like that. There, no phone. Oh, oh, and the best part uh, is this was the only job I've ever had where they literally referred to you by number because they couldn't bother learning your name. And then put a name in your cubicle, so it just had a number in it. And that was your number. So if they needed to refer to you something, they'd be like, one, one, three, two, could you come over here for a moment? Oh. And just like that moment. Why my number two? All of your humanity's just been stripped away, and you're just like, yes, sir. One, one, three, two, reporting. We're reporting sir. for duty. There's four broken staple removers and. Bleep, bloop, darp. <laughs> we heard your problem about broken staple removers. So here's one that works, but it fell in the toilet. Here you go. <laughs> just, Drop it in my oh, hand. It's not even wet. It hasn't fallen in the toilet yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> Like it hits my hand. It's like a 
deluge of water just hits me like some kind of cartoon. Like it looked so dry, but all the water came out right out. Smears of poop just like the speckle across your face. Like, <laughs> like ah. Oh. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Water might have broken. Back to your dead one one two. It's enough talk. It's enough chit chat. This isn't your break. One one two doesn't talk. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't great one. Uh, Christmas season's upon us, brother. It is. It's coming right around the corner. I can enjoy it without the sword of Damocles hanging over <laughs> my next UPS ship. Sword of Damocles. Good reference. Thank you. Like, I was very worried if I was going to pronounce that right. Sword of Damascus. <laughs> sword of Dominiman. <laughs> right. You just fell apart. You just you thought confidence would sword of the dread swim you right through that. <laughs> when in doubt, go with Game of Thrones. Yeah, Sword of the Man. Oh, Nan. Sword of Dondarrion. <laughs> sword of Hodor. The Morning Star. Uh, yeah, but the Christmas season's upon us, and I thought maybe it'd be fun to share a few Christmas memories. Yeah, I have mostly good ones. There's a few shit ones in there. I want, then I want, you re-skip Christmas. Yeah, I was about to bring that up immediately, because Terry brought this up to me the other day. I guess she was mentioning it to her boyfriend, uh, how she was like, yeah, there was one year we just didn't have Christmas, and he's like, wait, what? Like, and it was... We were all broke. Like, it was, like, the, the moment where you're just like, you can't comprehend that. It's it's something I've always held on to, where it's like, there's that Simpsons episode where, like, Homer borrows money from Flanders, and the joke is, he's like, kids, we're gonna have an imaginary Christmas! And the kid's yeah. like, yay, yeah. I got a hula hoop! And I was like, no, yeah, that was last one Christmas, where we just didn't have any money for gifts at all, so we just didn't do anything. And in defense of Mom, I think she, like, got us stuff in January when there was some money. Like, yeah. there was a gift for each of us then at that point. But it was like, yeah, that was just, like, one Christmas where we didn't have anything. And it was, like, that weird Christmas. You woke up and you're just like, all right, I guess I just go back to bed. There's nothing special about today, actually. I'm sure I started drinking pretty early. <laughs> <laughs> that was my only gift. <laughs> Uh, it was all, I think it only happened that once, though. Yeah. And usually, like... And we all hated it, and we're like, that, even if it's nothing, like, let's not do this again. There was that cool reminder, uh, reminder eventually I got that it was like, oh, I guess we were poorer than I thought at times. We eventually got one of those gift cards. Yeah, we were on the, because I did it through work, uh, for all state. And we were on Holy Names, like, adopt a family list. Yeah, of it was Poor like, families, like... Oh wow! Who gave me this fifty dollars gift card to Target? <laughs> and I was yeah, we always realized we were like, oh yeah, we get these sweet gift cards like during Christmas time. It's pretty sweet. You buy whatever you want. It's like now being older, I'm like, oh, those are just meant for the families who like, they're, they're just the charity, not the charity cases, but it's the one who like the yeah, the give a gift yeah. to like offices. I believe there was a ham in the box as well. <laughs> you just sit there, you're like, oh god, is that? Were we essentially just a modern day version of getting government cheese? <laughs> We're not poor. Now let's drive around the rich people's houses and look at the, the lights. And it wasn't even like that fancy of a neighborhood. Uh, Forest Hills was pretty sweet. Forest Hills was. When we did Forest Hills, yes. That was like, I mean, it was still pretty sad of being like, this is the extravagance. We're never going to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> look at these people. They could spend money buying, paying somebody to just put shit on their house that they don't even have to look at. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, wow, this is so elaborate. They don't even give a shit that it's meanwhile, driving up their electric bill like an extra 200 bucks a month. Yeah, and meanwhile, like, we come back to our house and it's like a series of just blue bulbs in the bushes that are clearly overgrown and never trimmed. And it's just like, back home, sweet home, kiddos. Oh, we're out of oil again. Bundle up. Mom That's, still owes them 300 bucks, so. That was something actually... Off the topic of Christmas slightly, but something that, like, came to me recently I completely forgot about. Look, I love our mom. 
Mm-hmm. I think she did an amazing job, you know, raised three kids. Essentially, you know, dad wasn't always around. It was, you know, we always lived with mom, essentially. Yeah. She's a hero of mine. Yeah, definitely. She, she's definitely a very capable and powerful woman. However, there is a couple winners where I'm like, that was pretty fucked up. In in the case being that we ran. Why did we still have HBO? <laughs> <laughs> Our cable at all. <laughs> yeah. There was a couple winners where we ran out of oil and just didn't get any for a couple days. Because like, she already owed the money yeah, that she and, hadn't paid yet. Yeah. And they wouldn't, they, you know, at that point they cut you off, which really it feels like that should be a crime. Like, hey, we're just not going to give you oil. I yeah. understand why they can't. Like, it's like, hey, this person already owes us money. But it's like, it's almost like saying, like, hey, the food the, like delivery company's not going to deliver because you're behind. Like, we need this to live. <laughs> And it was a couple of days where you'd just be... You'd, you'd it's like be the bundled. Hunger Games in this house. Yeah, and I'd be you'd be bundled up in a blanket to stay warm. And I remember a couple times, this is like so morbid and weird at how normal this was a part of life. You would, I'd be like in my room playing games and you'd knock on my door and you'd, you'd be like, Mom just wants me to check in to make sure you're not dead. <laughs> Can you warm me with your farts? <laughs> <laughs> Can we fart into each other's faces? I, I bought a bunch of Taco Bell. <laughs> Can we just fart on each other just to stay hot? <laughs> we do it like holding hands, like it's the bonding moment. Between... <laughs> you don't even like let me finish the sentence. You're like, yes. <laughs> I've already had half a case of the end of my throat. We're ruined. I put extra hot sauce on all of them. <laughs> Why didn't we just use this Taco Bell money to get oil? <laughs> no meat, please. All that cheap bean filling. <laughs> all that cheap cheese and. <laughs> Whatever makes me explode normally, they're like, oh, that's the red sauce. Make red sauce in a tortilla with cheese, please. That's the guacamole spelled with a K instead of a C. (laughs) Wait, doesn't even seem phonetically right, but all right. But no, like a couple times you just have to knock on my door and be like, mom just wants me to make sure you're not dead. Yeah, it sounds about right. And it's like, that's so somber, depressing. Yeah. And uh, my friend Adam's mom, who's one of the nicest ladies ever. Yeah, very nice lady. Extremely nice. And generally isn't easy to agitate either it was the only time i saw her legitimately angry when she found out about that she's like you're a fucking prideful mom just tell us that it's happening you guys can stay at our place we can help you guys out there's no fucking reason for this to be happening i was like at the time you're like no mom do everything you can now as an adult i'm like that'd be really fucked up to just feel like hey kids just live in this house with no heat for us just tough it out I mean, me and Terry were older by the time that was going on, but you were still pretty young <laughs> when like that started. 14, 15. I mean, I was like a teenager, I think. I don't think I was a child. I remember in high school it happening. It, a, a it may have times. happened when I was younger and a child, and I maybe just blocked it out. You're like, oh, that <laughs> happens to everybody, right? Like, yeah, everybody, everybody's family like has one of those years where you just can't afford oil. And you well, you have money, and the oil company just won't deliver it to you. They're like, no, that does, that never happens. With a troll outside of your house preparing the oil company to get in, so you have to wait for the troll exterminators to show up. It's just something that happens. Troll right? outside. Yeah, he lives under that giant weed that gets like eight <laughs> feet tall every year before it falls over. And when <laughs> <laughs> neighbor sues us. Before the weed finally like dies under its own immense girth. and <laughs> Before its own hubris finally took it down. I was never meant to get this big. <laughs> before, before like Apollo, it, it flew too close to the sun and its wings melted and it collapsed on itself. Icarus. But, <laughs> Icarus wings. <laughs> like, look, this library book that, <laughs> that I've been reading the same one for seven years, because this is all we can afford, because of course the Troll Store library cards as well. Pages are all stuck together, it's cold. <laughs> it's, it's so frigid over here. Mike, can you fart on my book and heat it up? <laughs> yeah, just like that. You have headphones on, how do you hear me? <laughs> just like that. Let's poopy this time, please. <laughs> yeah, could you stop shading on my book, though? <laughs> if you wore pants, that'd be great. 
Use the damn spaghetti strainer. That's what it's there for. <laughs> that and that giant fork bomb wanted us to purchase for the sole purpose the of having turns up. to cut up turds. And that mark. You know, if I had to play it, pay a plumber like at one point, like once a month to come by, <laughs> I'd here I'd probably buy that spoon too. <laughs> but it was such a mark of pride she held herself to of like my brothers used to keep a fork by the toilet so they could chop up their poops too. <laughs> It's like, like a, were toilets a, made differently back then? Or were all Ray? your brothers just like, like withholding poops for five straight days like I was? And, and all went at the same time? Like, <laughs> Gotta save on the water. Time to quintuple bang this <laughs> dump out. <laughs> Tomb style. Boom. <laughs> High-fiving and pyramiding <laughs> each other. Like, <laughs> uh, that was, what's your uh, favorite Christmas gift you ever got? Favorite Christmas gift? Yeah. What was the best Christmas memory you had? Uh, let me let me think a little bit about the best one. Best gift was definitely when, because we'd been really riding on the Nintendo for like a solid four or five years after like Sega Genesis came out, and the dad finally got us one, and uh, it came with Sonic, and I think they bought the X Men game too. Yeah, that was just fucking heaven. And you were just still slightly too young to be in the video game. So me and Terry didn't have to share it with you. You know, it was only a, it was a two-player console, so we could always be playing. Even though Terry would always jump on the best characters first. <laughs> so now I feel it. like any time Sonic, like Sonic 2 happened, it was Mikey on Tails and Terry on Sonic. Yeah. And she was better at, once again, my cat-like reflexes. She was better at it, so even when she let me do it, and I just fucking schmeckle around and like fall off things constantly. She's like, why don't you be Tails so when you do it, you we both don't die. Yeah. I can see that. So now. when you panic immediately in Chemical Zone. <laughs> immediately. Oh, water's rising. Oh, why is it purple? <laughs> like, you have like uh, three minutes to get out of the water. It'll it's start perfect. counting before anything. There's <laughs> so many bubbles around here. Just time that one jump right and you're fine. <laughs> yeah, that was so much the fun. The music gets faster though, Terry. The music I think Uncle Mike surprised us one year and showed up with the tunes. Really? Yeah, like a, the day or two days before we found out he was coming down for like, it was can't, it was on a weekend that they came down for the weekend. Huh. And that was pretty sweet. I must have been around when I was... Pretty young. Okay. I Probably say, like two or three. Okay, then that makes sense why I don't remember it too clearly, but it does seem pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, the one I always... Just did, like, a, not a big house at no. all, but just filled with chock oh, full of family. The time, anytime we and, had... You know, to... and then Uncle Pat and Uncle Tom came over, too, because Uncle Mike was there. It was, yeah. it was loads of fun. Big family, big Irish family Christmas. Anytime the, the tunes were over. I don't remember what gifts I got that year. <laughs> They're like, here you go, the stud bottle of whiskey. And you're like, this doesn't seem like for me, but who cares? Family's here! Uncle Mike's family was a little poorer than us at that point, so maybe Mom was like, we'll open our gifts later. <laughs> For the oh. record, I got everyone coloring books. That's it. <laughs> I was like, wait, are we like, we're like, come on, kids, we don't want to show our wealth. That's, <laughs> it's like, all like all of us exhale and you can see our breath. Like, oh, the damn troll must have gotten the oil guy again. Because the oil guy died. <laughs> he must have died. And we can't get oil until another one comes. Uh, the best one I always remember is, and it's kind of shallow, I guess, because the reason is the gifts, but I remember liking the way it happened so much. You swine. Yeah, I know. But it's a good story for you, I think. It was a hot bath on Christmas. <laughs> like, oh, thank God. And it's not powered by farts. 
I don't it's a think... Christmas miracle! You know what? I'm not going to look behind the curtain. I don't want to know. I don't want to know what's on the other end of this faucet. It's too farty. Sounds pretty farty. You want a water over your, your butt against the other end of the faucet. It sounds pretty farty. And it smells quite heinous in here. But it's bubbling and warm. The water's kind of yellowish. It speckles of poop. <laughs> That but hey, Christmas Miracle! Proud Christmas, so you always sings about that song that has that weird point where the voice changes. Brown Christmas! <laughs> Just like some poop inside your hair. <laughs> like, you have a great Bing Crosby impersonation. Don't though. mind if I do. It's a little bit of poop in your hair there, buckaroo. <laughs> uh, but no, it was, uh, it was the year that Pokemon Gold and Silver came out, and there was a new Game Boy. And I remember asking Mom for those, and you at one point, and I, at that that was at the point where I was aware we always didn't have enough, like we didn't mm-hmm. always have a big amount of money. And it was you came to me, and you're like, "Hey, like I just want you to be aware, like so you aren't disappointed on Christmas." Like Mom did, wasn't able to get you both of those, but we got you Pokemon Yellow, which was at the time still a new game, but it wasn't the newest one yeah. coming out. And we couldn't get you a Game Boy Color, but they had a Game Boy Pocket. And I remember being like, oh, okay. And it's like, just still like really excited. Like I was like, you know what? I'm glad I still like, but those are still something I can enjoy. And I'm glad I it's got it. It's still probably like a hundred something bucks and combined, then, even then. Christmas Day, I found that you had lied. Yeah. And that mom had gotten both of the things I wanted. It was like this crazy, like, oh my God, she did do it. Yeah, she was. She was like, do you think we should trick him? I was like, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> you are like, yes, immediately. I was probably disappointed when you weren't completely crestfallen when I told you you get Pokemon. <laughs> you are like, oh, he has hope? Like, God damn it. Son of a <laughs> bitch. Son of a bitch. It's gonna break him. <laughs> I'm gonna break these games. My tiny Grinch heart, like... <laughs> no! No! You're supposed to be hollering and hootering. You've lost your ding-dangles and gobble-wobbles. <laughs> gobble All real Pokemon names, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that memory a lot. I kind of forgot about it until you just told me. Yeah, it was always a sweet one to hold on to. It was a, a nice one. And she sent me in to buy it, too, because she's like, I don't want to fuck it up. Or I don't want, like, some 17-year-old kid bamboozling me into getting the wrong Pokemon <laughs> version, because I don't know him. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was weird, because games were also, like, uh, a Christmas mainstay. That's how I found out Santa Claus wasn't real, was because one year I'd asked for Tiny Toons Acne All-Stars. And mom couldn't find it anywhere, so it wasn't on the list. And she says, like, oh, Santa couldn't find it. And it must be like six months later, I don't know why it was on my mind, but I was just like, hey, mom, how come Santa couldn't get Acme All-Stars when he's supposed to make everything in his, like, toy shop? And she's like, yeah, fuck it, Santa Claus isn't real. <laughs> and I don't know why. If I had any reaction, I definitely just blocked it up, but I feel like at the time, I was like, huh, okay, and just went along. Like, yeah. Just didn't, like, didn't skip a beat. How old did you have been? Uh, probably like eight or nine. I definitely don't feel like I was very old. But I just... I mean, you could definitely have picked up on me and Terry, obviously not knowing there was a... Obviously knowing there wasn't a a Santa Claus and just being like, yeah, sure, Mom, whatever. (laughs) You'd be like, oh, gift from Santa. Mm -hmm. That's why I leave the milk and cookies out for you and I can't have any. (laughs) Why is Mike eating the cookies? (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) Although the story I believe that always went around is that you had a much different reaction when Santa Claus was real not to be real. Oh, I guess spoilers, in case there's six-year-olds listening to this podcast for some reason. Any hot six-year-olds listening, cover your sexy little ears. Um, Yeah, I don't recall, I vaguely remember, like, just being outside in the front yard and and mom being like, hey, there's no Santa. And Terry just being like, okay, and being like, what? (laughs) 
Like, that's ridiculous. Now you're going to tell me there's no such thing as the Easter Bunny, too. And, like, even Mom couldn't stop herself from laughing. Like <laughs> She's like, well, let's just pull this whole band off. No, Santa's bullshit, but the Tooth Fairy's real. The, the lamer versions <laughs> of Santa are all real. Yeah, a leprechaun really shows up on St. Patrick's Day and messes up the house and puts green dye on <laughs> In your milk. It's not real? Even though I forgot to put the green dye away and it's still <laughs> clearly on the table. My hands were covered with green dye and I couldn't wash them off because, well, it's kind of cold out and the hot water was off. <laughs> unrelated and mysterious reasons. You know, I'll call that super. Yeah. <laughs> the what? You <laughs> a super. So, it broke your heart a little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, definitely me, I like to to live in that kind of fantasy world where it's like, oh, there is magic out there. And then when it's not... Which is weird, because you're not... And then you have to go back to Catholic Church, like, this is all bullshit, too, isn't <laughs> you're it? Like, this is all nonsense, too. Just a duplicate loaves of fish and fucking bread. One boat with every species on them, so they're all inbred? <laughs> it's <laughs> ridiculous. The lions didn't eat the deer? Yeah, like, that was just good. What, you got one of every fucking insect? Please. Yeah. That would be the whole fucking boat easily. Yeah. Stupid-ass Noah. They're just like, that's a parable at this point, kid. You're not supposed to really take that to heart. I think you might have missed the message. <laughs> message is... Build a boat in my backyard yeah. and fuck my neighbors. Yeah, just hope that rain comes and God needs my help. And then I have this boat at the ready. Thank God I was a Jew. Uh... Oh, man, I just had something I wanted to go to on that. Oh, but no, I was going to say, it's, it's kind of interesting, because I don't, I don't think of you very much as, like, a superstitious kind of person. Because you don't believe in ghosts or anything, right? Uh, I mean, I can't say for certain they're not out there. It's, it'd be pretty shitty to be like, I believe a man in the sky has a big plan for me. <laughs> and be like, ghost, that's ridiculous. I would be pretty incredulous. Like, it wouldn't take me much if, like, someone's here's ten grand, spend a weekend in this haunted house that has had several families murdered. I'd be like, that's fine. Whatever, I'll spend the weekend in Heron Hall. And as, <laughs> as we've already covered, you'd spend in a, 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 a weekend in Doll Island, just as long as you had Netflix and booze. Yeah, oh, I did. Yeah, I would definitely do that. And then I would also do, uh, I forget what the other one I had was. Oh, the, like, microwave that, like, once a week just screams <laughs> bloody murder. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Whatever. For all, for epics and, and Cinemax, of course. <laughs> it's like, you don't even watch this. I mean, apparently we've been paying for them, but didn't even know. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, that gets straightened out, by the way? Yeah. Okay. It was, like, a deal that ended. And I guess, I don't know, it said it was getting canceled off our account. But, mm -hmm. um, do you believe in, like, fate then? Or, like, karma? Try to see where the levels of this go. To a point. I th I don't know about fate. Fate's a little bit more of a, a nebulous term. Karma, I do think. I feel like, by and large, if you live your life as a shitty person long enough, it catches up to you. Um, and if you live your life as a good enough person, you know, there will be some, you know, maybe it won't be financial gains or anything like that, but somewhere down the line, people remember that, and and it works out. I say is like eight people show up for mom's funeral. Like, <laughs> I mean, never mind. Like, oh, guys, she was so good. Well, I can see, all of them are I can just see Mary Rose at Sheets from here. <laughs> all of them are just people in like. <laughs> no, I'm going to the other kitty's funeral. I'm just driving in the opposite direction. I'm like, mm, that's not right. All the people who did show up in oil uniforms, I'm like, you guys are just here to collect a bill, aren't you? I don't know why. Twenty years later, you're holding on to that <laughs> that debt being paid off, ripping off the copper linings on her <laughs> on her coffin 
Alright, later. Sorry for your loss. As all the copper lines being torn off is just torn the entire thing asunder and Mom's corpse is like falling out into the middle of the church. The quite naked somehow. It's just us like, you know what, this is about the way I expected this to go. The fantasy part of me just sees the oil troll sitting in the back pew like <laughs> she was a good woman. <laughs> I'm so sorry for what I did. Thank you, oil troll. <laughs> you made all those cold winter nights so much more enjoyable. I'm going to speed myself there again. Transported there, warned by the farts of my brother. It's my lips. Because <laughs> so you're not done farting <laughs> lips. Because so you're not done farting in my sleeping bag yet. Damn it. Uh, I don't know if I believe in uh, karma or anything like that so much. It's weird. There's a part of me that always like feels like I should pay some attention to it, but it, it's it is that thing. Like once I dropped Catholicism. It was really hard to find anything else like that that mm-hmm. doesn't have some kind of scientific grounding to it, like, plausible at all. So even, like, spirituality in any sense, like, even, like, thinking that there is, like, a soul of any kind is something that I'm just like, I don't really know. Yeah, like I said, fate's a bit more of a tenuous kind of thing to grasp. Karma, like, I, I don't I don't think it's as much like TVs and the movies where, like, at the end of a short story, the bad guy, like, gets covered in poop. Like, oh, it's <laughs> like a Disney I think it's more like Game of Thrones where the Boltons get away with it for several seasons, but eventually everyone's like, oh, you're a flaming pile of shit. I remember this. And the <laughs> second I get the chance to fuck you rotten, I'm going to do it. I think it's more like that. Like, if you you plant enough bad seeds, eventually it'll come against you. And if you plant enough good seeds, people usually will remember. Not always. I mean, it's never a guarantee. Yeah, no. Just look at Willie Loman, brother. <laughs> That don't even think he planted good seeds. He's kind of a shithead. Yeah, I don't know. Did we get much of a backstory on him? I know I know the big phrase is, like, he was liked, he wasn't well-liked. Yeah. The, the Meaning, so, always... like, he must have had some shortcomings. That oh, he definitely don't... did. I mean, yeah. he was he was a shitty salesman to begin with. He was, mm-hmm. a, like, a blowhard. Delusional. Yeah, yeah delusional. Yeah, not a lot of good things to him. Like, hyped up his kids. Seemed to love his much. family. He did, but he hyped up his kids too much. Yeah. Like, he was basically setting happy up for, or happy up for failure and mm-hmm. shit like that. So, not a great guy. Kills himself, so kind of hoses over his family too. Mm-hmm. Because they don't even get the insurance money. Yeah. It's pretty, he's not a great guy. It's a sad story, though. I would never, like, people talk about, like, oh, they're doing it on, like, Robert Dennehy did it on Broadway. I was like, you couldn't pay me to see that. You couldn't pay me. I read the story. It's it's a well-written story, and it's got oh, a lot well, of depth I in it. I love it, though. Like, I it's don't know why. Too, I've seen some shad, sad shit in my lifetime. That is heartbreaking. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I can't. It is brutal, the end of it, too. And I love sad books. That is by far the saddest thing I've ever read. I've read almost everything Dolshayevsky's ever written. That story crushes me on the inside. <laughs> Ah, see, I don't know why. I guess I, I, that's why I got into Arthur Miller Funk, because we read it in school, and then I read, like, his collective works outside of that. And I don't know why. There's something just, like, a, that tragedy is just entertaining to me. Not, like, entertaining, like, a ha-ha, where, like, I'm not just like, oh, yeah. what a dummy! He killed himself, so they don't get any insurance money, so all he did was fuck over his family one last time. <laughs> what a dummy you are, Willie Loman! I bet no one shows up to that funeral, except uh, that neighbor you borrowed a bunch of money off of and still treated like shit. Yeah, the one kid you fucking heckled his entire youth, and then he became superior, and he's... T- he was just nice enough not to tell you off about it. <laughs> oh, Miss, oh, Miss Klugowitz, can we read that funny story again? She's like, no, you're a monster. Can you shake your tits while we read it? I'm 78. 
do it. <laughs> I'm a rich scion from a noble family that always has oil in the house. Yeah, you know, except for when the month-long troll attack happens, it happens in Harrisburg. You right, know, everybody? Except for Persian Gulf, we don't have any oil, right? No one has oil. Yeah. <laughs> Persian Gulf's been over for quite some time. <laughs> well, that's why we're going to Iraq, to get some more. Because that's why we're cold over here. Because all, all of them have their heat. It's like... Except their school. <laughs> yeah. It's like that oil sand level of uh, Sonic 2, where all the hot stuff is. You know what I'm talking about. Don't act like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Shake those tits. <laughs> Shake those cans. What did I say? How long ago was that? <laughs> why haven't you been shaking them this entire time and talking? Uh, yeah, actually, it was, uh, it brings up so. If you could, like, imagine any character in fiction that you would consider to be, like, your spirit animal or someone you identify with, who would it be? Hmm. Uh, did you ever finish Crime and Punishment? I don't think I ever read Crime and Punishment. Okay, I thought you started it. No, uh, I started, uh, The, uh, the Brothers Karam's Law. That character is, uh, sometimes... I can see it from uh, from Crime and Punishment. Except he's just so depressed and melancholy. Like, at my worst, I have a couple of his days. His worst, like, he doesn't even get out of bed. And, but it, but at the end of the day, he's still a guy that just wants to protect his family and do right. And when he's given the opportunity, when it literally lands in his lap, he always does it. But it's just him trying to get out of his bed and <laughs> take a shower is just so debilitating for him. Um... So that character's maybe a lot darker than I am. Um, Alexei in Brothers Karamov, or Karamazov, I'm not sure how far you made Which it. Which one was he, the oldest? He was the youngest, oh, the, the youngest. one everyone liked. Oh, okay. <laughs> but he was just oh, the okay. more, he was just the most upbeat of a family of, like, ne'er-do-wells and shitheads. <laughs> I think I find myself becoming more like that guy. I don't know, you know what, I I'd really have to put some some thinking into it. Uh, oh, I'm the Indian from Indian in the cover. All right, done. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know. Boom. I don't know what the Indian in the, the cover did. I don't know, you follow him in a cowboy, but Owen Wilson played him in a movie, but... I'm that dummy from the Goosebumps book. <laughs> the one that was a ghost, I think, or <laughs> oh. something. Uh, oh, what the fuck is that guy's name? It's something stupid, like Screamo or something yeah. like that. Or it was something very... Dumby uh, or something like that. It was very lame. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, I would be Captain America. I kind of feel like I have a connection with them. Both being oh, really? Pretty, yeah. Uh, I do see a little bit. <laughs> we're both total beefcakes. No, he, that's more of like that thing you aspire to. I mean, to. he's gotten kind of soft lately. But yeah, he's been gotten kind of fat. You know, Chris Evans, uh, can you stop tweeting so politically, please? Get kind of old. Yeah, come on. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> those gigantic arms of yours. Can get a little bit smaller, though? Realistic proportions, please. I'm on my way as soon as those 80-pound barbells show up in the mail. Any day now. <laughs> Uh, no, I always kind of felt like a small collection of John Locke from Lost. A little bit. Not like... No, I wasn't even thinking television. Okay. Yeah, it could be for anything. It had to be from books. But just that, like, of somebody who you had that crisis of faith of, like, struggling, trying to believe, and thinking, like, maybe there's something better for me out there, and just crushing reality comes at you over and yeah. over again, trying to stay positive, but just those moments where you're just like, I'm just gonna bang on this hatch and oh, please, something happened! Why do you find it so easy to believe? I never, that never was easy! <laughs> but then I'm like, ooh, that's someone I definitely don't want to take my spirit animal, because that's such a depressing character. So that's why I'm also like... Yeah, I don't know. If he was never crippled, it's, um, well, obviously it's a whole different character, but it I mean, it, maybe that was what triggered him to go even darker. But now... Because isn't he, like, a seemingly relatively content manager at, like, a toy store or something when his mom shows up and 
triggers the story where his dad steals his kidney and cripples him. I had to remember all the different aspects of Law. Like, because that, the thing that starts you off, like his first flashback, you don't even get to any of the stuff his dad, about his dad at first. This is technically spoilers for those who haven't seen Lost, but uh, the first one is where you find out that he was in a wheelchair, and that's where you find out, like, oh, he worked in a box factory, mm-hmm. and just constantly got shit on by his manager, and he pretended he had a girlfriend who was just a sex phone operator he called a lot, and you're just like, oh, so man. So sad. This story just got worse and worse. Like, within one episode, you're just like, oh, man, this can't possibly get Doesn't worse. Doesn't it start with him getting kicked off the walkabout? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> he shows how, up in the wheelchair. That's how it ends, though. And you're uh, just like, oh, God, just let him go on the fucking walkabout. <laughs> Like, that's the most brutal yeah. part of it. And you're like, oh, I definitely never, you know, maybe a couple days without oil. Never had it that bad. But mm-hmm. uh, that's why I'm also like, in my old age, maybe I kind of get a little bit squidery. Squidward, you know? Squidward. <laughs> you know, <just laughs> he like, went oh, from lock to Squidward. So many annoying kids nowadays. Annoying Squid- people. <laughs> Squidward's got so few redeemable traits. <laughs> I feel he's very artistic in his own ways. I mean, I'm sure there's. I mean, yeah, I'm there's, sure there's more redeeming episodes of Squidward where it shows that like he's not a monster, but <laughs> overall, it's a very unpleasant guy. Look, he has annoying neighbors, people who pester him, and sometimes he just likes to, you know, fart in their parade or <laughs> eat their olives out of the refrigerator. If he didn't need those, by the way. <laughs> oh, with those, mo- son of a bitch! What do you mean? Do you, I, eat, you eat all of them? I mean, most of them. I feel like that was a mostly full jar. Lannister send their regards. With my expensive low-sodium <laughs> olives, you swine. Yeah, I definitely taste the lack of salt in them. It's nice, isn't it? Mwah. You're like, oh, olives don't need to smell, taste like that? Mwah, blah, blah. It's delicious. I'll totally replace this sometime. Don't worry, we have the free olives exchange. Like, you never buy olives. Ever, ever, ever. I'm sure I will. Sometime, definitely, olives will be in this house. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But someday. After the restraint, like, I almost just deep-throated the rest of that, uh, like, garlic Havani cheese you had in there. What was that? Mike, was that that poop I wrapped in <laughs> garlic cheese wrapping? Uh, I don't know, it was like a Sargentino sliced cheese thing. Yeah. It was garlic something. Garlic yeah, it was and... garlic parmesan. That was fucking amazing. Okay, so you just admitted you ate, like, four slices. I had one slice. Okay. Because I'm not a pig, and I didn't... And I saw there weren't a bunch of them all left. Right, all right. I didn't see Mikey's... I mean, you can help you can I didn't yourself. see Mikey's 42 olives and eat 41 of them. <laughs> it's not... It was like, if there's 42 olives, I maybe help myself to, like, 24. Were you, la- like, whistling, <laughs> like, Merry Christmas? Like, well, I, I was cooking tacos. As I do. I it's like, in the singing of the street corner <laughs> choir. It's throwing 15 olives in this taco mix, <laughs> and then seven more for me while I cook, because I'm kind of bored. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. But yeah, that's exactly how it went. I was it is the expression more. of Mikey's face when he goes to make a sandwich and sees there's no olives. Actually, I left two in, but I drained all the, <laughs> all the brine out, so they'll all be dried up and shitty. And I suck the pits out, and it is <laughs> the season of the spirit. Obviously suck the pits I'll out. I'll leave the empty jar on his bed, Not so like... he knows to pick up more. <laughs> and it says sweet cakes on it. <laughs> like, like, I lay it on your pillow and delicately kiss it, and like, as like the clothes are like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-
<laughs> like that's my my good night kiss to it afterwards. When a hook news Joe doesn't buy, all of it chills you to the bone. <laughs> this is like me walking in after like eighteen hours of working. So done. <laughs> clearly, like bruises and like band aids on your crotch where you just have been taking dick shots oh. of packages all day. Oh my god, so many TVs. The all my friends. That, the only thing that's gonna make me feel better is a couple olives. Couple? Like exactly? <laughs> Literally? A One couple? and a quarter, fine. <laughs> like, yeah, like the butt end of an olive. <laughs> oh, well, there's a couple pits that kind of, you know, those mouse-shaped pits that float around there, and uh, an olive that looked like it had a wart on it or something. I didn't want to touch. It's gross. Once again, I drained all the brine out, so the olives <laughs> start eating each other. <laughs> yeah, I drank that. Why would you drink that? There's nothing that inherently good in that. No. Why? It's like just vinegar and salt. Just stop it. So yeah, I had some of your olives. Good to know. I mean, Mom did. <laughs> Although, she got her own... It's too close to a vegetable. <laughs> she got her own victory. Yeah, well, yeah. She got her own victory. I bought a dozen donuts from Dunkin' Donuts because I got another one of those guilt trips. Oh, you were the ones that bought... Oh, okay. She I... made it sound like uh, like an uncle dropped no, them off. fuck her. I... She, like fucking uh accosted me on like a friday afternoon like i just she did to me too i just blew it off i'm very tired and it's just like can we do this and she's holding up what she i think assumes is a coupon for dunkin donuts but i look at it and it's like get a free coffee when you buy like 17 donuts i'm like well that's never gonna be fucking used in this house so you yeah. just throw that away and she's also like remember that time we got them and they're really good and there's a place in carlisle called duck donuts yeah i've is, never been there it is... Or, no, you got me one from yeah, there. Yeah, it, it was really good. It is, they are disgustingly good. They make them that's, like, hot, ready-to-made order donuts, and they are disgustingly good. If you've never had, like, a fresh, right-out-of-the-oven donut, you owe it to yourself to have one. They're amazing there. Dunkin' Donuts is fucking poop next up. Just fucking fecal uh, matter. Fresh ones... It, well, the Dunkin' Donuts... Good, but you never get them fresh. They're never going to be yeah. fresh. Let's show up at, like, right at 6.30 on a weekday. Yeah, because especially when I go in there and I'm like, uh, give me a dozen. I want two of those, two of those, and just fill it with whatever shit you would need to get rid mm-hmm. of, I guess, from there. So, she's assuming, like, oh, it'll just be, like, duck donuts. I'm like, I'm not driving out to Carlisle again. Yeah. Fucking duck donuts anyway, which is, like, a 45-minute drive one way or whatever. So I'm <laughs> When like, I have two Dunkin' Donuts, less than a fourth of a mile, two of them <laughs> in opposite directions. Three of them, if you count the one by uh, the deposit. Yeah, yeah, so... Which is the one I went to. And well, 24-7, by the way. I didn't realize that. And I get, like... The other two were so much closer. I was at Giant to get uh, some okay. stuff, so I just hit it on the way back. Yeah, I didn't leave the fucking house yeah. <laughs> to get tw- a dozen donuts from Mom, knowing she'd eat ten in the first yeah, day. Knowing, knowing they'd be gone in a day, and I would see maybe two of them, and then just drive straight home. Uh, but no, I came home, because I was like, I feel bad that I kind of, like... Because at the time, I was just like, Mom, I don't... Fuck, I have no time yeah. for this right now. I'm really tired. Can you, put, you know, deal with this later? And, of course, it's, like, a fucking, like, a scene out of a Charles Dickens store, like, or, like, a Lifetime movie where it's, like, okay, and, like, you see, like, the fucking... Shuffle off and die. The the Dunkin' Donuts ad, like, falling from her hand and swaying. You know, your dad wanted to abort you, right? (laughs) I'm, like, this is a big word you're throwing out there. This is pretty exciting. Just, like, slowly, like, floating, swaying to the floor, and then, like, somehow it ends up, like, on the counter with, like, a teardrop on it, like, ugh, fine. So I get her Dunkin' Donuts, a dozen donuts the next day. I saw her eat three in the ten minutes I was home on yeah. Saturday. Well, like, it, I, I brought them in, and I'm, like, doing stuff around the house. Like, I'm cleaning a couple things, and I see her, like, going in. And it was, like, almost, like, I was out of the corner of my eye, mortified, as I saw her, like, grab a small plate and grab a donut. 
and then grab a second donut, and like then reaching back into the box, I'm like, oh my, just get a bigger plate at that point. <laughs> it was all I could do not to scream. Who's back. this for? <laughs> the charade. <laughs> Who's the charade of like, oh, I'll just have a small plate because I'm not going to have too many. It's like half the box is gone already. <laughs> Uh, the only positive I could say is she did add the common decency to eat that one like plain powder donut that was in there pretty mm. quickly because I feel like that one was gone. But of that box of donuts, I had two donuts, and did you have any? Zero. So mom ate ten donuts in the span of twenty four hours. I came home, and she mentioned like donuts, my man. And like I said, I was home for like ten minutes before I went out, and I saw her make like three trips to the donut. But I came in the house, and she was like. Quinn from Jaws, like uh, scratching her nails on the chalkboard, like I'll catch those donuts and I'll gut them and eat them too and deep throat them right in front of you. And that Shiraj will put up of like the donuts are here, make sure you get some without like the the tiniest triangle so no one can hear it. Like the asterisk at the end, it's like get them all, get them all, help yourself within twenty four hours. Yeah, within the next seven minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. I hope you want a donut right now, because there's not going to be any left. Same thing she did with those giant Reese's peanut butter cupcakes I got her. Like, there were four of them thinking, like, okay, you know. I like Mom's pizza logic, like, when she heats up a pizza. Like, first of all, I'm going to do it at 3 p.m., so it's ice cold when they get home from work. Secondly, I'm going to eat half of it, because that seems like a fitting match. A 60-year-old woman versus my two young sons. <laughs> I, I get half a pizza, they each get one and a quarter. Uh, and she just disappeared into it with her room immediately, and I never saw it again. I never saw those. Yeah. It's one of those things where you purchase them on the assumption of, like, well, I'll have one. My brother will probably have one. And then I'll have, you know, more for mom. Never thinking, like, well, uh, she'll just eat all of them. She's she'll just, just take them. going to deep throat these in her room. <laughs> like, assuming that if I ever walked into her room at the wrong time, it'd be like a scene out of, like, Human Centipede, where I just walk in and be mortified, and she's like, oh! Just like squeezing them into her mouth in some elaborate, disgusting Scared ritual. Tube from her ass that goes into her mouth. Like, <laughs> like I'm just watching. Oh, Second harvest. Like the walls are like exploding outwards with like Snickers packages and like fucking Toastus cupcake boxes. I'm just like, these are where they went. This is what you've been doing, you monster. <laughs> like I do it. Covered the Al Capone vault, but it's all full of shit and fucking tasty cakes. <laughs> I don't even think we bought this many devil dogs. Where'd you find these? I have my ways. I still was from children. <laughs> from children. Weaker children. <laughs> the big ones I don't bother with. Two and under. Why are two-year-olds eating devil dogs to begin with? It is America, I guess. I suppose they have a point. Yeah. I, I think I've also maybe discovered a weak point in the mom machine. Uh, cause I've gotten, I got an ice cream, like a birthday cake <laughs> ice cream. Putting bricks in the cupcakes. Fuck, I want my food. Oh, no, It's supposed to be creamy this summer. <laughs> like the big drama queen she is every time, like, the dog steps on her toe. Like, my god, why? Oh, <laughs> but she finds a brick in a cupcake. Like, oh, no, fuck it. No, no, no. Oh. oh, yeah, she could definitely take, like. Maybe there's frosting inside. <laughs> and if a receivers could take a tip from her on how to flop harder to like a minor injury, it's like. I step, like, I hit stub my toe against the couch, and it's like, I need to sit down and start crying. <laughs> it's like, meanwhile, I'm trying to get by her on the couch, step directly onto a nail. And hold up a Domino's coupon. It's just her being like, so, donuts tonight, or what's... Just that's like, not even, damn it, fuck! That's not even a coupon, it's a flyer for a Domino's. <laughs> like, two cents I'm saying, like, we've made it more expensive. Yeah. So, I don't think she eats this birthday cake ice cream. It's 
It's almost, and I'm not loving it, but it's still like, it's exactly like when you found out she didn't eat horseradish potato chips, you're just like, I'm going to buy these pretty much all yeah. the time. It's just like, finally, just have this around so it's not gone in a day. Because they even get those times where you bought two different tubs of ice cream, and she made this big show of like, one of them was a cookies and cream one, she like pulls me in. It's, you know, Frankenstein wasted a minute of your time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this, on a Monday morning. <laughs> this one? And she points to cookie and cream one, which I do like, and she's like, this for you. I think I had two, like, maybe a bowl out of that. And it was, like, after the other... Well, I gave you till Tuesday. (laughs) It's Tuesday today, Mom. (laughs) And the other carton had already... Tuesday at 1 a.m. The other carton had already been demolished anyway, so it's just like, good lord, why did you even make a spectacle of it? Or are you just so, like, I couldn't control myself? It's like, uh... Mike Dukakis ran for president against George Bush Sr. His wife was, like, a notorious alcoholic to the point where, like, he'd lock her in the house with with no booze at all. And he'd come home and she got drunk off mouthwash. Like, that's my... Like, you could leave nothing, but if it just... Like, if I left a turd with, like, a little bit of chocolate frosting on top, eventually she'd turn up. <laughs> it's just her, like... At the beginning, she'd be like, there's no way! You have no power over that sex. Like, run, 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 no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> she looks down all it's left is the chocolate frosting. Like, oh, no. <laughs> but I tried to eat the rabbit. Who cares? There's still a lot of turd left on that chocolate frosting bomb. Uh, right. We want to hit on any news stories before we start wrapping up. John Glenn died. I did not hear about that. Astronaut. Yeah. Did that he actually make it to the moon? Yeah. He was, or no. He, he was, was the guy the that first, broke the sound barrier, right? He was the first orbiter. Oh, okay. But it was Armstrong, Aldrin, and I can't remember who the third guy was. Who was Michael Collins. Michael Collins, yeah. So he, did, he didn't actually get to land on the moon, but he orbited Earth. 95. That's insane. I guess that's what the space program will kind of do for you. It's going to put you in the best shape of your fucking life. Mm-hmm. That's insane that that's happened. Uh... Oh, wow. I didn't hear about this. Uh, so, not to move us onto politics, but... This is somewhat an amusing story. Did you hear who's going to be the, what is it, the leader of the Small Business Administration under Donald Trump? Linda McMahon. Linda McMahon. Who got pretty fat. Oh, did she? That's a shame. I mean, mean, she might have been wearing like a real billowy coat, but... I mean, she's Yeah, and the shot that keeps making on the news is her kicking JR in the nuts for like whatever segment that was. It's... Man, Linda McMahon's such a weird anomaly within the wrestling world. Because it's... The McMahon families all have all been characters on the show. I don't yeah. think there's any, like, hidden McMahons. And like, I'm never being on this. Yeah, I think Shane's wife's even been on. Yeah. At some point. So, Linda was obviously the, the one who had the least connection with it. Because she married into it as opposed to being born into it like the others. And she was always, like, this weird, awkward part. They always usually made her a face just as a way to, like... Oh, no one's on a booze like an old woman, essentially. Yeah. But then every so often she'd have a heel turn or something crazy would have to happen. She had to take a tombstone from Kane. And it was like a tombstone. Oh, that awful clearly, tombstone. Her head was like... solid two feet. Yeah, like her head's clearly like four feet from the ground. And then he did like his knees hit. And you're like, yeah, that must have been just mortifying to take. But she also then afterwards ran like, I think, three different campaigns to become senator. At least two, yeah. And both of them were just... And both insanely expensive. Yeah, and both of them did not end with her winning any spot. But she finally got it. To be fair, it was Connecticut. Like, what were you... (laughs) Yeah. 
But it's like she finally did it. She got she's got a, a position in uh, a big administration now, and all it took was the Donald Trump connection. I gotta be honest, I've never even heard of the position of head of small businesses. <laughs> I've never heard of it, but obviously it's like a, a position of some. Like I can, I think there is like a the, the position of uh, a small business within like a like a PA government version of it. I mean, it would make sense that it's a position. I've just never heard of it. Yeah, it's not like he like tapped her for secretary of state or something. <laughs> yeah. insane, but it's, it's like Mitt Romney somewhere eating shrimp. Like <laughs> somehow, like just in the most like he has a donut in his mouth. That's when he pops. Like that's when the pictures take. Like this is going on the front page. Like, no. Oh, they caught me eating a dog nut. <laughs> he doesn't even know. <laughs> it's such a common era food. A dog nut. <laughs> You're like, mm. it's like the time they caught me eating a hot dog. <laughs> it's spelled. Ex- it's pronounced exactly how it looks like. All the dinners I had to sit there when, <laughs> and like go like, yeah, Donald waitress does sure have some nice tatas. <laughs> Whatever those are. Okay. I uh, I wrote this down for Stranger Things. Must have been like a month ago. Oh yeah, we actually have quite a few things we need to I think, bring up on the podcast. Uh, we should probably at some point actually talk about uh, Westworld too because we both finished it. Yeah, do we want to save that for another one? Uh, stra- well, let's see how fast yeah. we get through Stranger Things. This was a joke I wrote for Stranger Things. So who's going to tell Barb's mom she's dead? Let's have Eleven do it. Gone. Sorry. Uh, I don't understand. Gone. Gone. Who are you? Not pretty. Gone. Oh my god, my mediocre looking daughter's dead? It was weird that they, like, it was definitely... All the memes are like, what about Barb? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's, it's so weird that... Not weird, like, I understood it, but it was almost, like, comical or, like, cartoonish, like how attractive Nancy is mm-hmm. and how frumpy Barb looks in comparison to her. And even frumpy personality-wise, like, well, let's not do that. Yeah, but it's just like, I'm gonna have red hair, curly, very short, boy mm-hmm. short, freckles, little big, glasses, like, wears nothing but a noise. Stick in the mud. Uh, yeah, stick in the mud, giant sweaters, like, it's it's like a like a caricature of what you'd assume like, the nerdy female friend would be. Like, yeah. the friend who's uh, next to you to make the other girl look more attractive. I was like, I don't think you need to go to this length for it. Again, I'm not saying anything against her as an actress. You know, fine. Although I did not care for that story at all. Like, everyone keeps making a big deal of, like, season two, they're getting revenge for Barb. I was like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I don't, I don't like, it's not like I'm, I wasn't so invested in that character. Her only defining character trait to me as a watcher is was friends with Nancy. Yeah. Like, it's not like she had some compelling I mean, original it, story it, of her own. It's sad, but, I mean, like, the was Will? Was he the one that went missing? Yeah. Will's entire immediate family were characters in the story, and all of his close friends were characters in the story. Barb only had Nancy and her mom for like a 30 second scene. Yeah. You weren't supposed to care about Barb that much. I mean, it sucks, but, and you knew she was dead pretty quick. Like, there wasn't yeah. a, like, question, is Barb gone? Yeah, who knows what's happening? It's not like Barb was contacting people through fucking Christmas yeah. nights or anything like that. But. No, I think even the creator of the show had that saying. Like, no, season two is going to be revenge for Barb. And he had to, like, clarify. He's like, Barb's not coming back. It's just they're going to get revenge for her. It's like, I still don't care. I still couldn't care less about that. No. Like, I, I'm still on that fence. I'm like, I just don't know about a season two. Yeah, I was fine with... I, I'd be fine with a season two, just a different storyline. Yeah, I don't that's, the that's same. what I... Th- like, I thought it would be, like, like, a Twilight Zone sort of thing of, like, every season that's just a completely different storyline. 
you know, like I mean, you ended it with kind of a twist, but you know what? That's sci-fi. Like, yeah, you don't like, need to hammer it out later on. And there's enough details. I think you can at least like make guesses at it and kind of like make your theories. And you know, the discussion goes on. Yeah, you know, that kind of open-ended thing. But everything else was satisfied. Like you're like, oh, okay. Like every character had their ending. Will still has problems. That's unfortunate. But everyone else had a conclusion. Like, oh, hey, Nancy and fucking um, the older brother didn't work out. But hey, that's actually kind of a a different take. The original, yeah. yeah you that you actually kind of liked the, the, the preppy kid by the yeah. end, yeah. Like, it, it, everything was closed up pretty nicely. And it, they, had, they had killed the monster, they had kind of stopped the corporation. It's like, alright. Matthew Medine's gone, the character, I still don't know why he's yeah, even in it. The character was honestly pretty lame, all things considered. Like, the first time yeah, he gets a cat with the monster, it's like, ah! Like, yeah, I don't... This monster that... I guess just has some crazy weakness to baseball bats. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. So machine gun bullets being fired by, like, 20 different people didn't really slow him down at all. But that's why I'm like, I don't... I don't know how a second season could work, because I'm like, if it's not a different story, you're going off the same one. It's like, none of these monsters are going to be anywhere near as scary now. Like, we saw them get killed by fucking baseball bats yeah. and nonsense. Like, mm-hmm. you can't just bring it in with that same fear. Like, what's coming through the wall? I'm like... Just get some little sluggers. Have them in the house. You beat the shit yeah. out of them. It comes to the wall. Oh, they're fine. They panic. Yeah. yeah. It's not that concerning. But, I mean, I, I loved the first season. I thought it was really good. I, yeah. It falls off a little at the end. but I thought it was just long enough. Yeah. I, it was It was a really well-paced show. Usually, like, every end of the episode was exciting enough for me to be like, all right, let's see what happens next episode. I didn't care for the mom. That was maybe, I think, the one difference the between us. Yeah. Um, I know it was too much like uh, like Michael from Lost by the end. They're just like whoa, whoa, whoa. It is, and there are a couple moments where it's a little tough to watch. But I, I have to give her credit though, because that role is such a fun. It could have very easily been by far the worst thing on the show, and she still managed to make it pretty respectable. I thought for the most part, like considering how many of those scenes could be easily fucked up by got, like just making it non-believable or just feeling like with no emotion behind or anything like that, it, it easily could have destroyed that whole show. Mm-hmm. And I still love that scene where she goes back into the house after seeing it. She yeah, it's like, a good scene. That's a great scene. But uh, after, after he spells that R, then you and she's still like, oh, wait, oh yeah, Ruta Vegas. <laughs> to know for those of you who maybe didn't see the show, it's uh, her kid gets taken and is finding a way to communicate her via lights. So she puts up this From whole an alternate display. dimension. Yeah, so she's put up this display of Christmas lights above a letter like painted onto the wall, so she can light up whatever lights above the letter relevant to her. Mm-hmm. So he's been spelling out shit for a while, like, in the wall, uh, yeah. I'm alive, shit like that. And then there's, like, a sound happening. And she's like, what What? What should I do, Will? And yeah, that's when it's like, are you? And she's still sitting there, like, hanging on, like, the bait of her breath, like, what's he gonna say? Like, literally, like, the wall's, like, fucking ripping open at this point. Oh, I'd be flying out of the building when I saw that you, like, are, like, okay, could be something else. Like, yeah. Rescue me. Are you? All right, gone. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> no time to open doors. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. <laughs> Goober, son, you're on your own. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, hey, yeah. I got two. The oldest one's bound to be plowing Nancy any day now. <laughs> yeah, he's such a fucking winner, that guy. I don't know. He's like hanging around listening to Led Zeppelin CDs and... Taking pictures Clash of walls or punk. something like that. Yeah, he was a, kind of a weird guy. He was. I mean, I guess they kind of redeem it a little bit, showing like he's just... Maybe the social. most 80s thing ever is the uh, 
the high school that's got a, a dark room for developing film. Oh yeah, I like you kids. They probably didn't even know what was happening. Yeah, like if you show that to like a twelve year old, Allie or, or Alex, like they'd be like, I feel like Allie might. Alex would definitely be like, "Why would you ever have to do that when your phone does it?" Yeah, or or it'd just be a sense of like, "What is what? What's that room?" You're like, "Well, yeah. that's a dark room where you develop photos." Like. What? Like, well, yeah. Back before in the they day, took it cameras off. had film, and, and he's like, "Yeah, but I've seen like there's Polaroids. nothing that's not going to make me sound like a dinosaur." <laughs> he's like, "But yeah, like I've heard of Polaroids where like you, you pull it out and you shake it. Like, yeah, well, that was an advancement technology that sometimes you just had to take the film and you, you put it in the solution. You had to shake it. it. Had to be a room with no lights in it, or it'd be exposed. It's just like this is insane. Yeah, this is All what this you did for photos to get one mediocre picture. I thought the old thing was like, oh well, the you know you had to sit still for five minutes before I slapped this thing in a cloud of smoke comes out. He's like, you don't feel far from that. Yeah. You don't feel anywhere near as far not from that as you as, think you do. No, yeah, you're not as comfortably away from Benjamin Franklin times <laughs> as you may think you are. Like, no, uh, but it was pretty, it was okay, deal. It was kind of cool and so it was like a hobby, you know. I kind of want maybe hipster go back and start doing it anyway. Pops, I'm 27. Yeah. For a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a hot young kid. How dare you? I like the, what did they, um, what did they write on the, uh, the movie theater banner, the oh, like Nancy's a the matinee like thing. That. That'd be great if, like, while they were cleaning it off, some guy came by, like, "I'll take five tickets, please." <laughs> they're like, it's not a movie "Mr. Story. Wheeler, please." <laughs> Reverend, the Reverend Jose. Was that their name? The Wheelers? Was it Nancy Wheeler? And I couldn't tell you. I would say, uh, it like, how could you make the dad that? flat and unlikable like every time he's on the wrong end oh, yeah. of anything it's it's astonishing how there's dumb and flat no he is. redemption to it because they, no. they make reference to the fact that like the mom married essentially for a comfortable An older lifestyle. boring it was guy yeah. not for love at all there's no love in their relationship that you can see um, Very few scenes together, really. Even. Doesn't yeah. it doesn't really have any relevant scenes with the kid? Anytime, like no, nothing. About, like anytime they're talking about how the kid died, like how one of their friends has seemingly died, it's always him just being like, "Yeah, I bet you know Will's having such a rough time with that," or something. Like, just as distant as possible. And for a show that tried to redeem just about everybody else, like you know, like as I said, the preppy fucking ex boyfriend got like a redemption. Buys him a camera at the end. Yeah, like you get like a whole thing and you're like, oh, okay, this guy isn't so bad after all. There's just no scene with the dad where you're just like, oh, I guess he really is just a shithead through vapid pile of garbage. Like, I guess in a way you can almost contrast it with Will's dad, who's also a mm-hmm. shithead in his own way, but it, like the more traditional deadbeat dad. At least he actually crosses the line into full on shithead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like unlikable milk toast that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this other guy here just like He's, what a, what a cock. Like, he just doesn't seem to care. Like, even when it's like, hey, your kid might be getting, like, attacked by the government, it's going to be like, oh, oh. Well, government knows what Like, it's doing. him, like, ruffling the paper, like, what? <laughs> My yeah. property's being attacked? No, your child. My it, property. It is an odd thing. Why to even include him? <laughs> if you were... I mean, I guess it's it's a way to kind of show that Will and Nancy both have kind of strained... Have to be on their own a little bit, yeah. Well, that, yeah. That and also show, like, they don't... They didn't grow up as a real nuclear family or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, they had all the pieces for it, but they didn't lead yeah. ideal lives or anything like that. Possibly explains why Will's just all into fantasy and D&D. It's an escapism from the family he doesn't have. Yeah. So is Nancy hot, your opinion? She's pretty cute. She's cute. She might be one of the first girls I've seen in a while. Like, that's a little too thin. I mean, yeah, she was definitely... And I... I mean, she... Obviously, she's in the show, she's playing the teenager. Yeah. In real life. I'm sure she was older. But it's definitely one of those things where I'm just like, eh. 
You definitely. If I if I saw you outside of this, I feel like you definitely would need to have like the hair down. No, like. You imagine if she had like massive cans and she just had to like uh, duct tape just... them to her chest. <laughs> She's like Arya, just like, 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 like some crazy fucking yeah bandage. Double teeth, tits just flying all over just the like, place. Wow, these are everywhere. This is oh. insane. Oh, you poor thing. You weigh eighty pounds. <laughs> what, what are they doing to you? Yeah, I know. I feel like if I saw her outside, it couldn't be. She couldn't wear anything that was even remotely like something you could ex- like see a junior wearing or anything. Yeah, like that. it would have to be like all like fucking like uh, I don't know, almost like business suits. So I'd be like, she's an adult. <laughs> it's okay now. Get off her back, Mrs. Klugwitz. Yeah, Stop shaking those things. <laughs> Start shaking the giant knockers. Shaking those ladies. <laughs> like you can't even call them girls. <laughs> she's so old. Shaking them old bitties. <laughs> Them floppy old grandmas. Those tickle bitties. It's like, my husband works here, you know. Yeah, pretty good. I I did enjoy the show. Um, I don't want to nitpick. So, there's, you know, very few things I was like, that's kind of weird. Like, why is Hopper that good at beating people up? Yeah, he's pretty pretty talented at, like, military bases. (laughs) Yeah. Military's also pretty kosher with that. Like, they catch him in a second time, and I thought, like, the first time, they were like, don't let us catch you here again the second time. They're like, what'd we tell you? After they killed that poor cook with, oh, <laughs> with yeah, no so, provocation. Just so mercilessly killed him. Like, such a great guy, too. A guy in the 80s with a beard, you were either I a scumbag was, or an old hippie. I you assumed, were only one of those two I things. I assumed he was going to rape Eleven. Yeah. Like, it was going to be a thing where, like, he'd be, like, a child. You're going to have to work that, like that, those two onion rings you <laughs> ate <laughs> That handful of franchise off. But no, he's like... Oh, you're a girl. That's a plus. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, he uh, evacuated the restaurant so she feels safe, yeah. like, called the police and stayed with her. And Once then, again, like, in the 80s, with a beard, you're either an, an aging hippie or a complete scumbag biker dickhead. Yeah. And he has that look, like, to own a diner yeah. out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Weird diner location, by the way. Yeah, it like, is. It's isolated, definitely like somebody hiding. Isolated from everywhere. Like, no other buildings around it. Yeah, ideal pedophile like, territory. Like, God, I hope a kid sneaks into my kitchen. <laughs> I hope a kid breaks out of a government lab and just sneaks in. Hope it doesn't bring our problems, though, with them. <laughs> All right, get out of here, Birdie. We got a code pink. Ugh. Do we have to call it that? <laughs> so gross. We got a code pink and red. Get out of here. Uh, and baby brown, wink, wink, like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. I grabbed my damn coat, I'm going. I have my keys in my hand. I can't believe you're still making me pay for that meal after that. I took one bite and you started this code pink and brown shit. I think I'm just going to throw up all over the parking lot. <laughs> oh, you're not going to wait until I leave before you start? Oh, oh she's a girl, it's a plus. <laughs> like... Oh, I'm just not going to need these anymore. Just <laughs> like jamming like a knife into his ears. But it turns out to be this really cool character that you only got a little bit out of. Yeah, again, because they, they kill him for the extent of showing like how dangerous this government agency is. But yeah, never then Hopper extend, gets away with it. Never story. extend that same danger. And then they give him a job <laughs> the next time. Off, yeah. But no, like again, I think it's a pretty solid show. But uh, season two, I'm I'm very like skeptical of. I'll see, you know, when it comes yeah. out, maybe I'll feel differently. But right now, it's like, oh, I'll wait and see. It could be shaky, because it's going to have a lot more of a spotlight. They'll probably throw a bunch of more money behind it that may not be spent wisely. Who knows? I thought I heard Netflix hasn't planned 20 new series and 20, like, original, no script, uh, unscripted television for 2017 or something like that. They've been doing pretty well lately. They're insane. Like, I... HBO right now is still, like, the king of it, like, in terms of just, like, most shows they... Like, HBO, I think, really... A lot is of that's Westworld right now. I mean, Game of Thrones, obviously, is still but yeah, great. like, I mean, but even beyond that, like, Vinyl, even though I didn't love it, was still a decent show. Yeah. 
Um, Boardwalk Empire was obviously great. I haven't watched Leftovers, but you've said it's really good. Um, Vice, I think, is great. So the Con Valley, like, as comedies go, it's still pretty good. The Night of, fantastic. Night of, yeah, like, they, they definitely, and that's, uh, you know, that's excluding everything great they did from, like, tw- 2004 and back. You David know? Robert De Niro is playing Bernie Madoff. Yeah. In a movie. And what you hope is, like, oh, for the love of God, Robert De Niro, give me one, like, good movie. So. Something good to go out on at the very least, if you get hit by a car tomorrow. Because they kind of did it for Al Pacino. He did a movie a few years ago about Jack Kevorkian, which was phenomenal. Like, just Al Pacino really throwing himself and not being, like, over the top. Like, Al, like hoo-ha, Al Pacino. Like, just... Dunk-a-dunk-a-chino! <laughs> yeah, like a more subdued version that was fantastic. And I'd love to see him do it with Robert De Niro again. But yeah, like, you know, HBO, I think, is still doing, like, the top, but Netflix is slowly getting there where it's just like a lot of the stuff they have original series stuff has been pretty good. Yeah. Like I've liked all the Marvel stuff. I've liked um, Stranger Things was really good. Um, I can't think of all their original series off the top of my head. But The comedy we like with what's her name? Oh, Kimmy Schmidt's Unbreakable. really funny. Yeah. Um, I watched something the other day. I, st- I tried watching. Uh, it was a recommendation. I feel like there's ten on there that we're not watching at all that probably blow that like always show up oh, first yeah. on your feed. There, there are definitely some that aren't very good, but I know, like, and then there's also ones that people Hey, like, McGruba, just, it's a TV show now. Oh, that did make a TV show for a little bit. Did it? I thought the I heard people like, too. I thought the movie didn't even make any money. I, the movie didn't make money, but I think people actually liked it. It may have had, like, a short TV stint afterwards. Oof. I might be I might be mistaken as them saying they wanted a sequel to McGruba in the movie, but... Um, no, I feel like it was one of those things I just sound like pesky, or Peaky Blinders, or whatever it is. That's... A BBC thing that I think Netflix uh, just has American okay. exclusivity on as far as, like, the uh, broadcasting. The Crown, I think, is another series they have. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty good. I've seen the commercials. I haven't. But, uh, overall, you know, it's, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's to that point now where there's a lot of good television out there. Yeah, just when I was kind of willing to be like, hey, you know, HBO's, they're still killing it miniseries, but, you know, their, their series series outside of Game of Thrones have been okay. Vinyl was good. Not fantastic for me, at least, and I guess ratings wise didn't wasn't anywhere near what it needed to be for a show that was that expensive. Um, you know, and then Boardwalk Empire's done, and Leftovers, they just keep kicking that can down the road to like when it's gonna finally come back. I think it's filming now, finally. Yeah, but I think it's <laughs> announced it'll be their final season. Yeah, it's been announced. I think it's gonna be after Game of Thrones. It yeah. starts sometime in the summer. Um. You know, and Westworld, I, I liked the first couple episodes, episodes like three and four. I was like, eh, it's kind of just more of the same. Not bad, not great. And then it just kind of exploded by like the middle of the season. And every episode after that, it was like, boom, earth shattering, boom, earth shattering, boom. Like just like crazy revelation after revelation. It's yeah, that ended up being a far more interesting show than I kind of expected it to. Because the first, like at the start of it, I almost like, it sets itself up like it's going to be one thing. Like, it's just going to be like, oh, it's about, like, robot, Like, Jurassic Park with robots. Spoilers almost. alert, uh, potentially, as well. Yeah, if you, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen Westworld, there are going to be spoilers going ahead. I don't think we've spoiled anything thus far, so don't worry about that. But um, just be forewarned, if you haven't seen it yet, you probably want to watch it. Will's the man in black. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I hope you paused it. <laughs> I'm like, so now just make sure you get it out of here. But no, like, at the start, it definitely seemed like that's what they were kind of going towards. Like, oh, these robots can't hurt people, so, mm-hmm. you know, and you're seeing some of them are starting to, like, get in that manner. 
But then it becomes a much different story. Like, that's where it still kind of ends up about this idea of, like, them realizing what they are, but it kind of expands upon it by being like, I'm definitely going to have to rewatch. Oh, yeah. That's the show that 100%, like, you need to almost rewatch it to figure things out. Because I've heard people even talking about it, too, with things like I missed. I was like, people were saying, like, well, Ford was working on a, a host inside his lab. Do you think that Ford himself actually died? Oh, inside that, that Jimmy Rake lab? Or did he make a host to put his consciousness in? So, like, Beethoven and his music lives on. He lives on in his art as a host. So that way, Anthony Hopkins can still be in the show as a, as a host. I forgot you know? about that host, honestly. Yeah, it's just like one of those things where it's just like, oh, is that an element of Because he it? did it for Arnold, so. Stubbs. Like being kidnapped, they said that's not a plot they forgot. It's not like there's something relevant to it. Oh, the security guy? Yeah. You, you Googled him oh, yeah. <laughs> to well, find full, out his name. His full name's Ashley Stubbs. Yeah, you told me that. That's kind of a weird stuff. That's a weird one. But like at the end, obviously, you find out there are other parks, or we're going to go into those. Like, there's a lot of like stuff. At least one, and you got to assume there's got to be several others if they make it from West the Wild West to Samurai Land. There's gotta yeah, be... Yeah, I'm assuming... There's no way that was just park number two. Yeah, they were like, alright, well everybody wants to What's the second most popular vacation? <laughs> What's the second most fantasy world people want to go to? Well, cowboys, of course. Ancient Japan. The Upside Down. <laughs> the Flea and the Acrobat. As we know. Uh, Get there like... Well, this is a lot quieter than I wanted. I really wish I hadn't signed up for the non-monster package. <laughs> it's kind of just walking around a black version of my life. Getting rickets. Really could use some sun. Got dark. I only communicate through tree lights. And it's January. So Send pizza. <laughs> they don't deliver here. To the Upside Down? How it's not Upside would, Down Domino's? How upsetting would that be? You saw Jimmy John's delivers there and <laughs> not our house. Oh, we're so much closer. Yeah, I don't have to drive by three crack pipe stores and a whorehouse to get to the, the upside down. There's a lot of monster dens around here. Yeah, they're gone right now, but... I don't know if any of those strippers have sex for my... I mean, sure, statistically, a couple of them must, but... What are you going to do about it, all right? Just give me my sandwich. They got to work. Where's my hunter? Where's my Lulu? Give me that goddamn sandwich. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm secretly kind of hoping that... Like when, because I'm imagining if they show us Samurai World, that must play into it. Like, yeah. it'd be weird to be like one episode of Samurai World. I hope Samurai World is just super racist. Like everyone comes oh, in, it's hurrah. like, oh, hello, new customer. Hello, Ford. Oh, you have been my honor. We have a sword duel. Oh, they had their own Anthony Hopkins. Oh, you just oh. It was not Ken Wannabe. It's <laughs> <laughs> Wannabe. You know, they didn't get the one Japanese actor prominence. That's probably begging for, like, HBO work. Like, I know it pays shit, but it gets your name out there. Oh, yeah. They were just like, no, we uh, we wanted to fill the role. We got Robert Redford, and we just taped his eyes back. I'm like, well, that's horribly insensitive. But Robert Redford is I do love Robert Redford. I mean, I'm going to be excited for something. I'm surprised he's down for this, but... (laughs) Seems like something you're really against, but you know what? I'm kind of curious to see at least a couple speeches of him. It's always hard to see, like, a 70-year-old man that's still way hotter than I am and, like... Much closer to my prime than he is. So, like, imagine all, like, all the world options are out there. What one would you be like, alright, we're giving you the money, you get to go on the vacation in any world of your choice? I would come all over the place if they did Ancient Rome and they tied in some characters from the miniseries Rome. Okay. It seems odd to do, but that'd be odd. I don't Did you ever see any of Rome? No. The two main characters... We're both uh, Titus Below and uh, Lucius Varinus. Like, if I saw them in the Rome world, I it, I would have to call off work for a week because I'm like, well, you're a, boss, you're... I'm out of cum. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, 
How's that my problem? You could have said anything. He's yes. like, what is that? I mean, yeah, TMI, but two, why does that affect your ability to come to work? Let's <laughs> come to work. If you don't have cum, are you not going to be able to take phone calls and you tell people? Use a lot of cum at work? <laughs> yeah, low on cum means you can't work for some reason? Um, you know, but What would you do with them? Like, kill them or maybe be friends? What, what would you... What's your oh, you're asking me? Um, oh, yeah. No, I would do... I would probably take the more traditional... Like hosts, uh, guest thing where I would just go on missions. I wouldn't kill them. I think they're pretty cool characters. You'd find bags of shit that you know you didn't like. You from see the show. some like gay. If they had Mance Rider, like, none of this gay nonsense in my my real world. Smash Mance Rider playing Julius Caesar was phenomenal. Syrian Hind. It's, so you're legitimately just looking for a room, the HBO okay. series. The movie that I never got, that they just kept <laughs> like you're like teasing like a cock to my ear, like like, this, like an actual room where you're like. That's not fucking Mance Rider that and Julius de- Caesar. Yeah, that dead on this is... This sucks. That dead on is obviously, you know, very far-fetched. But just, like, some kind of nod like that, I would think would be great. Um, or even if just to throw a couple of the writers back in there for that. And Ancient Rome, I think, is a pretty interesting time. Um, you know, outside of that, I don't... I don't know, like, what timeline... I mean... I'm a history nerd, so all of them I would find interesting. Like, you'd really have to dog shit me on something to be like, so I feel like oh, God, who knew the Native Americans were this boring? Yawn. <laughs> I feel like you'd want to, like, jump right in on, like, uh... Conquistadors? That'd be kind of crazy. Or, like, Mobster World? Like, Mobster World like, would be... You're right, that would probably be my Chicago next... or something like that. After Rome, that'd probably be the next one I want. Yeah, like, 20 Chicago or New York. Or both of them, where it's like... Like they can do it like a video game where it's just like a 10 minute drive to get to Chicago for Or some like reason. you walk over a bridge, like you go through a yeah. tunnel. It's like, boom, you're in Chicago now. Boom, Came all the way there. from the Big Apple, did you? You're just like, why does, we can he, why does the guy in Chicago have the New York accent? Oh! <laughs> oh! Doesn't sound like anything to me. Hey, I like sausage. She <laughs> bang over the head with a butt puppy. like, no, you're a broken robot. All right, look, my Chicago accent's not great. <laughs> hey, you here for the sausage? <laughs> sausage? All it is is like the the Bears guys from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> the Bears! Michael Jordan! <laughs> My fourth heart attack this year. Uh, I feel like Pirate World would be really fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of like uh, Scallywagon. I guess that's not really a verb, but that'd be pretty fun. Scallywagon? Yeah. I'd On the open that. seas. So you have a, a fear of drowning. So, and I, like, how regulated is the water here? So one thing I don't get about Westworld, I told you, like, wait, do they have a fake ocean? Yeah, I was under the impression for the longest time... It was somewhere out in the desert. Yeah, I just assumed that they bought some shit. They they bought some shit part of Mexico no one was in, and they built the park on top of that. Because as as I mentioned on the previous episode, I was like, they don't actually miniaturize them like I thought they did in the first episode. That's like a... That's just a... No, that was confusing. I'll grant you that. Because they do so many close-ups going in on the map and then panning to like what's going on in the world. They they miniaturize them and put them there? It's like, no, they just have a full... This is like Mr. Rogers where you'd see like the fake town and you'd see like an action figure of somebody in town that had panned down and they'd start doing stuff. Yeah. But it's like, well, they couldn't do that because obviously if they have Samurai World, it's not like a fucking Super Mario game where like just... No, it's just a just map for them. Cowboy World happens to be right next to Samurai World or something like It's just a visual cue yeah. for them to use when someone's like, Sector G is not... Sector G. It's not Sector G. But yeah, it's it's like that moment of, oh, I guess they have an entirely artificially made area somewhere in the world and that's where it all happens. And that's another point where you're just like, there's no way this thing could be cost effective. No, if it's 
the, the, the joke I've always heard people say is like, don't try to question the purge. You have to just accept it. Like the whole movie, the purge, like you can't just go with it because you can't question the purge or the whole thing just fucking falls apart. And I think the exact same thing is true with Westworld. Like you can't question how this park makes money, how it operates, how there's possibly enough people to keep things, like how the robots autonomously do their loops regardless of whether or not guests are even around to witness them, how they get them back into the loops if, say, guests are killing different hosts at different times and those would be contingent upon other, like, hosts reacting on them or things like that. Like, you can't stop and try to figure out the logistics of the world or it all just falls apart. But is it going to be like The Purge where you give me, like, one entry that's kind of, like, an interesting story and then just shovel, like, three sequels of pure garbage down my throat after that? <laughs> I mean, the first Purge wasn't even good. No, but, but I was giving the first Purge a little bit of credit. Like, it's an interesting premise. But, yeah, like it, it, but that's just that notion of just, like, look, it's a plot that's kind of interesting in and of itself, but you can't even take a... Not even an interesting. Perch suck, but just like that thing of like you can't question logistics of how this works, or everything falls apart. Like just sit back and enjoy. Because I think Westworld's great. Yeah. But there's a moment where there was a point where I was sitting there, like trying to think of things. I was like, How much are you guys spending just on fake blood? Jesus. Fake <laughs> blood and like all these robots who are designed to kill each other at the end of their loops, and you have to fix them. Like you don't just make a new one. Like I thought yeah. maybe they had made like really cheap replication or something like that. But like no. We essentially have surgeons come in to remove and fix all yeah. of the damage and then put them back out into the floor. And I'm like, that has to be like a 24-7 job. Like, people just constantly fixing up these fucking robots and then fixing up their code and all this. And getting like, oh, I have to build new horses because some of the horses got killed too. Mm -hmm. And all their clothes got ruined. I got to make new clothes. Like, oh, someone broke that building over there. I'm going to have to go in and fix that building. It's like, yeah. so much money has to be put into this. Every, every single day. day. Yeah. And the electricity that has to run this place. Is there an artificial sun, too? Like, is this whole thing underground for all we know? You know what? If that ocean's fake. Then... <laughs> like, where are you getting room for a fake ocean? Yeah, I'm not sure. You know what I'm thinking? Because it... Cause you saw the samurai people, and then it said, uh, what's... Maeve, Mav, Maeve. Maeve's daughter was in park number two. No, park one. Park one. Oh wait, is park one Westworld then? I, we have to assume park one's Westworld, I think. Okay, so she was still in Westworld. I thought I that's so. another park you haven't seen because it's like, what's this random black kid doing in ancient Japan? <laughs> <laughs> Great. Oh, I'm gonna suck whoever's dick comes by. Seems <laughs> like such a weird character to make. I, you took her away before. For being just a daughter, you know, she's some weird, anachronistic child prostitute who's very aggressive. Yeah, I'd, I'd add. Really fights me for my dick. My children are here. Like this is the this is the train station into town. It's not <laughs> like I I wandered into a back part of this game and found you. Yeah, my my name tag definitely says family package in big bold <laughs> letters. Is this? Not... I got the white hat. Yeah, you fuck families. That's <laughs> I got the white hat for this reason. Get the fuck families. I get it. You want to jizz all over their tits. That's what the white hat means here. Wow. I really thought it was just like a very oh my... obvious way of determining my morality. Oh my god. My daughter's got the white hat on. Take it off. <laughs> what if she's in the world that for some reason there's like an old slave plantation world? The fantasy that nobody but white people are taking. <laughs> like, like, they're like, hey. Uh, Is that Donald Trump? <laughs> Diversity is pretty down in slave world. Do you think maybe we should try to offer some like urban packages to people? Is Donald Trump here? Mm-hmm. And Hillary Clinton. Like, oh. oh. 
And okay. Bernie Sanders. Wow. That's a lot of... This is very telling. It's going to be... Ways. I think Facebook's really going to light a fire on this one. All right. Slave World exists. You win a free trip to it. <laughs> Does that say? Unless it's winning a free trip, there's no way... <laughs> You win a free trip and there. And it's not it's not interchangeable. I can't use it. Okay. No, you win a free trip there. Uh, all expenses paid. And people say it's one of the most exciting times you're going to have. But there's an automatic thing that posts to Facebook that weekend. It says, Michael Arias is attending Slave World. Do you go on the trip? Yeah, for the experience. I mean... Can I tell people I want it? It's not like... Yeah, I mean, like... I didn't, the, like, sell a kidney to get this. <laughs> when the post comes up... To, to like, finally set things right? Well, when the post comes up, obviously, like, you, you could, like, respond to it and be like, Hey, only here because I want a trip, and I'm actually here to try to tear down the system. I imagine, though, a couple of your black friends might get to it first, being like, Mike, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they might be just infuriated, but then you come in to explain it, smooth things over. Wayne, I can bring a guest. <laughs> <laughs> you have to there's a special outfit you have to wear that. what color hat do I get to wear you don't really get hats um so do you think you like a brass chain or like more like a tin look we got two weeks the first week I'm gonna be like the Benedict Cumberbatch slave owner from 12 years a slave week two I'm probably just gonna get a bunch of booze and be the Michael Fassbender version <laughs> it happens come on everyone dance with each other down down down, down. <laughs> I'm gonna get pretty silly I'm gonna get you guys I'm up. Ride at, your ass pretty hard. I'm gonna get you up at two a.m. <laughs> He's like, wait, if I'm going as a guest, why do I have to be a slave? Can I just be a black guy who, for some reason, owns slaves? Like, that's not how it works. You're not breaking my illusion in slave world, goddammit. <laughs> Although, like, I could make him interact with whatever he wants. So, like, that would be even scarier. The black guy that goes to slave world to be a plantation owner, and they all have to, even though, like, they don't see his race, they just treat him like a white, yeah. like the white master. Yeah, he's like. So they'll be like, that's what Ben Carson does on his holidays. Oh, yeah, he goes there, he's like, what color is my skin? Like, I don't see any color at all. You're just like, god damn right, you Get back to work. pick some fucking cotton. Fucking porch like, monkey pile of shit. You're like, wow, this has really exposed me to a dark world of politics. Dr. Right? Carson, and yeah. Every politician goes to slave world. There's so much. Dragon world is right there. Nobody's going to just it. Gary Johnson blowing mandingos <laughs> against their will. Like, Oh, Gary Johnson. You had disappointed me in so many ways this year. 3%. And you think you deserve a vacation. <laughs> Who's giving you this free vacation from what? Getting 5%? <laughs> getting the goddamn ticket? Oh. William Weld's not here. Oh, God. I gotta turn around. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Westworld was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was definitely something that... It was one of those things I looked at. I was like, this looks expensive. Looks weird. Sometimes when things are expensive, a they cut a little people. bit of the storyline out. Yeah. Is it just going to be about gratuitous sex and violence? Is there going to be really... Like, is it going to be story? Game of Thrones, but without any of like, the cool lore or anything mm -hmm. like that? And then it ended up being a pretty interesting uh, show. I'm not... I think... Uh, I, it's weird, because I have like an impression of how AI is meant to be, just off of other things I've read that I've almost taken as like, what the fact of what AI is. And my logic, it's like, oh, AI always evolves past us. And this one, it seems like they firmly are stuck in that, yeah. I guess, because emotions are just programmed into them that way. But, uh, yeah, it is kind of interesting that, like, at the end of it, they are still kind of, like, trapped by the human confines, like mm -hmm. a created emotion, essentially. Just to try and get to what humans are. Yeah. Just so they can, like, oh, God, I want sorrow and grief and, you know, things I don't know. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like I watch her, and I, by the end of it, they're like, 
Yeah, I can't even really communicate with you anymore because we've just evolved so far past you that the way I would speak to you if I wanted to was just incomprehensible. Well, so when Ford has Bernard shoot himself, I, is that lucky. supposed to be old Ford that didn't agree with Arnold, like a, a like the young men, uh, Will version? No, I think... And eventually he came around to agree with Arnold? Was that the version that already agreed no, with Arnold? Why to, would he have him shoot himself? It had to himself? be current. It, had, it all had to be current because it had that one prostitute there got lobotomized, and that's a storyline that happened. Like, that's right, like and that it's not like he would have shown Ford. It's no, not like he's I been 80 it, years old for ever. I think it was just something where they need, they wanted something shocking, but and it was shocking at that time, yeah. but it's kind of undercut because Bernard's not dead later and, on. In the very next episode. And fucking Anthony Hopkins isn't even like... Mildly, like he just assumed it was going to happen too. He's like, "Oh, Bernard, you're back!" Like, uh, kind of makes the whole dramatic thing of you sh- forcing him yeah, to shoot it was, himself. That seems kind of useless. Like, if and watching it back now, you'd be like, "This seems really dramatic for something that and Ford doesn't seem to have expected mattered." Yeah, for something you knew wasn't going to change anything in the long haul. Just to I teach him a lesson when who knows if he even remembers it. Yeah, well, like, well, he makes a point that he didn't he didn't, didn't roll him back. So it's like oh, that's he true. keeps these memories, but it's like. But you were already saying you weren't going to, like, let him, ha- like, that you were going to let him keep the members if he joined. Like, I just don't get what the point of it was. Yeah. Because he does reveal in the last episode, you're like, oh, he's not quite the dickhead we all thought he was. He actually, like, is trying to do something here and is working for the guests. He's just doing it in Ur of the Host, but he's doing it in a completely different way than Arnold was. Like, he's not giving up like Arnold did. Mm-hmm. He's kind of going to a bigger extreme. But it's at the same time, you're like, it seems like the entire thing with our, uh, Bernard was just weird then. I guess Maybe just to, just to throw a surprise in there, but it's so unnecessary because the last three or four episodes have so many. Yeah, but it's that thing where you're like, it's like a divorce of narrative experiences of audience member and what's actually happening in the story. It's only shocking to us as an audience because like, holy shit, just killed Bernard. Yeah. But in narrative, you're just like, nobody should have found that that crazy in storyline because apparently fucking Ford didn't expect, or Ford expected him to come back pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, it's not like he, like, buried him in the ground and they found the body or anything like that. He just put a bullet in him, and that's... Yeah, left him there, didn't clean it up. They hire, like, 20 people a day who do that exact job of taking bullets out of robots' heads and get them back working that day. In his own personal, like, secret lab, right? No, it was just in the uh, the cold storage. Oh, that's right. Like that. It's where the guy that he used to drink, like, drink the lady in the white shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is odd, come to think of it, but, I mean, I guess... In the grand scheme of things, who cares? But it's an odd directional choice. Yeah, For a show that had so many surprises in the last like three or four episodes, anyway, you didn't really need like another shock value. But yeah, I mean, I guess I understand kind of where they were going. Just keep with it on your toes, like is Bernard dead? Yeah, and also to be like, holy shit, anyone can die. So you're like, well, wait, actually, no. I guess only like a selective like four or five people can actually die because the rest of them yeah. are robots and can just be built again. It's like that brainiac thing. Like, can ever really kill it if its consciousness has been uploaded somewhere else, too? Which he always does. So. Yeah, I mean, who cares? But apparently Ultron doesn't get that same luxury. <laughs> Somehow they wiped him entirely off the internet, which seems like horseshit. Which, yeah, which seemed like horseshit, but you're like, fine. Some, he didn't throw himself on some fucking flash drive somewhere <laughs> just to be safe. And give it to one of the 2,000 Ultron clones he had. Like, hey, just in case, why don't we all not die on this? <laughs> why don't we not send every robot with my consciousness in it into this? Let's just... Take this one, you put it, like, in the, the fucking high school somewhere, some stupid kid plugs it in one day, and I can come back just in case it happened to kill every other version of me. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, let's not worry about that that 
thing. Yeah. <laughs> Big guy. <laughs> Big guy. <laughs> Let's get back to your plan of dropping that meteor on us. I'll just sing that No Strings on Me song again. Okay, but I made it <laughs> I made it more eccentric and wacky this time. There's no strings on me. Quick, 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 quick. Unless you want them. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> Why is he so much gayer now, too? Why would a robot need to wink? <laughs> he made he didn't make eyelids for himself. It's so weird. Uh, yeah, no, I liked uh, Westworld's been a pleasant, enjoyable experience. Um, no season two, though, until 2018, which is pretty brutal. That's going to be rough. Uh, so we'll just have to sit through. It's a very real chance it. that Anthony Hopkins could just die before then. Well, that's, well, because he, he's apparently signed on for another season. Oh, he is? Or he's, his contract is for a multi-season, whether or not they actually force him on it. But it, that, that is the idea of, like, if there is a robot of him, that also could be a good way. Yeah, he completely he forgot he was building that other robot more slowly like yeah. in his sacred lab. And But that notion of, like, if he does die, you could just do something with the robot then or something like that. Like, you could change it to be a different appearance and then give it a send-off or something mm-hmm. along those lines. But, um, yeah, who knows? I, I'll be I'll be interested to see season two. It's, the way it ends is so crazy in retrospect that I'm like, because I'm used to shows that end in a way where you're like, okay, the character, like, you get a montage at the end. Like, every Boardwalk Empire season usually had it, or The Wire, where it's like, here are the characters going back to their daily lives, and you're like, alright, we'll pick up the story next time with where they're at now. I'm like, I don't know how you do a season two of, okay, like, Westworld without picking up seconds after this one just ended. Yeah. And going directly from there. Because so much crazy stuff was happening. I say Man in Black doesn't die. Because they want him to keep the, comp- the power. Because couldn't they just, like, if you're on the outside world, couldn't you just be like, just unplug that whole base? Well, that's the thing. I'm like, dude, like the robots took over the facility because maybe shut it down, but, like, it seems like there's more going on beyond that. They still need to be maintained. Are they all going like, to be revolted? Are they going to take over? Like, are, is Dolores the only one who's now gained consciousness, or are the other ones going to start, like, was it like a switch now? Or were they just start? programmed with, like, kill hosts? Or kill yeah. guests. Well, yeah, they, they mentioned that, like, this is her finally making her own decision. So Dolores has reached consciousness. But is that, like, a, like a thing that now immediately is going to, like, because she, he's watching, is uh, Teddy going to? Or is it, like, no, now he has to discover his own consciousness. Like, there's, 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 there's all these things are just, like, what's going to happen immediately right now? Yeah. Because we're still, like, rest of the building's in security lockdown. People are being killed in this, like, violent, you know, end. You're just like, there's no way you just They're pick violent up... violent delights. Yeah. There's no way you pick up season two with, like, the starting crawl of, like, six months later. Like, oh, fuck no. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way. You know what? I wouldn't even be able to begin to predict what they're going to do. <laughs> That's why I'm like, I don't know what you do. Like, I was like, maybe season two just starts in an entirely different park, and park one eventually starts bleeding into it. Like, you start in Samurai World, and then all of a sudden, like, all the Westworld shit just starts... That would make sense, it. yeah. But I have no idea. It's there's a lot of like opportunity for it, but yeah, they proved themselves to be pretty in Ancient Japan But you can't just drop that in the middle of New Mexico for a realistic Well no, that's why we think they, they artificially create everything. Yeah. So I'm sure you Yeah, it's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, you can't stop the question. You can't for a moment think about it or like everything here it just falls completely apart. You're like, how much does it cost for people? Like, 10000 a vacation? That's ridiculous. Even a day, that's not enough. Disney World is almost that. If yeah. it's like you really want all the kids. People are taking family members here, and that's like all it costs. But like, no way. If it was as expensive as it needed to be, it'd be like, oh, here's...
$700,000 a day for my kids to fucking go to this park and be bored by horses and nothing. No I blew five Confederate rallies before <laughs> breakfast. You know how much that costs? Sir, why would you do that on your vacation? Yeah. You know, they're like, Remind you, know me. you know how much it costs for you guys to refill all that robot jizz? They're like... I mean, it's actually surprisingly cheap. It's just mayonnaise mixed down with salt water, but... Left out in the sun for a little bit. <laughs> That's why it's so yummy. But... <laughs> it's so delicious. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, I feel like I'm not paying you guys enough. You really shouldn't be functioning. You have so many employed employees right now. So your check bounce, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're not getting that comeback out of me. Like, <laughs> you don't want that back. It's going to have our park. Win, win. <laughs> <laughs> Point... Mikey. <laughs> oh, it had to be me. <laughs> yes. I'm blowing That's the twist. <laughs> I'm blowing confederales on my well-earned vacation. <laughs> That's the twist of this story. Just like uh, Westworld had its own twist, we brought one in at the end of the story. Take we that, won. confederale. <laughs> <laughs> it's you all along. You're a gay voyeur. <laughs> all right. Well, we're over two hours now, so more, oh, okay. more than making up for the fact that we've had some weirder in, uh, episodes and break episodes, so... Plenty to digest on. We'll be back uh, for next week. Yeah. Should have at least one more before Christmas, definitely. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some... Uh, maybe we'll get Terry on it. Maybe. Like yeah. Something like that. Oh, they had Santa... We'll throw snow at her. For some reason at UPS, they had a, at like 3 a.m., they had a guy dressed like Santa walk through and just like, ho, 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 and pass out candy canes. And I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. But yeah, that's... I'm not that's, a child. It's exactly what you're saying. It's like gourmet candy canes can suck every dick in the world. Like, <laughs> regular candy canes. What's gourmet? What do you're like, like the ones oh, with the chocolate spirals in them. Oh, my. Well, I just, like, if anyone put that on a candy cane, I'd be like, what, did you pick the finest peppermint sticks to grind into this candy yeah. cane? Like, go fuck yourself. I don't, I don't feel like there's a gourmet alive who would be able to appreciate the, the fine difference in candy canes yeah. like that. It's just like, no. That'd be like buying, like, uh, someone icebreakers and they're being like, they didn't have Altoids. Be like, who yeah. the fuck cares? <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. It's it's mint. What matters? No, no one eats this for pleasure. If you do, you're some kind of freak I've never met. It was hard not to tell him to go fuck himself. I would definitely give him like the coldest shoulder possible. I'd just be like, um, can you see I'm clearly doing something exhausting here? Thank God this candy cane will get me through the next eight hours of hell. <laughs> Getting. Nailed in the dick with the televisions. <laughs> well, Tidy Cats keeps lifting up big boxes next to an enormous wall of fans. Hey, can I put my hand on your shoulder while I tie my shoes? Like, please don't. I beg of you. <laughs> oh, it would be great if, for some comical reason, too, he was like seven foot six. So he was just like, you're just at his armpit level, too. Every time my gigantic, monstrous nose is like <laughs> right in his pits. You're like, hey, what's going on, Dave? Like, oh. Oh, you like it fresh from the factory, huh? <laughs> I don't blame you. Like, I really don't. All right, guys. Let's get to it. Catch you next time. Super Nario's by the show. Boo. Where's that stop button? Boo.